0: used to be the Rental center when it was the national car rental place. Yenta Center. Yenta Center, very good.
1: Yeah. Hey, Elton, you fairy. Anyway, you're responsible for really destroying most of my day yesterday. You watched
0: it, didn't you? Yeah. I, I know to, you. I went to lunch. No, no, I, if it wouldn't have been for you, I never even would have dreamed of turning that crap But wasn't it, it was pretty fascinating stuff, wasn't it? Fascinating only from the
1: standpoint of two things. Number one, displaying what a tremendous waste of time and taxpayer money it was, what a bunch of bubbleheads we got in Congress. And number two, showing what a bunch of lying, thieving... You know, I got Jose's book right here, and I want my money back. Yeah, you're the one who went out and bought it. it. It took him two years to write it, and that's why In the meantime, he changed his mind all of a sudden. So I think there ought to be a big sticker on here saying, oh, don't buy this because since I wrote it, it's all stale and I changed my mind and steroids be bad, you know. I'm going to tell you, Ileana Ross-Layton. Thank you very much. This is the most, she is the poster child for everything that's wrong with Miami, that bitch. You know something, Neil? She didn't ask one question. Excuse me for rambling, but she didn't ask one question.
0: I'll tell you what I said at the beginning of the show about her. She was like the scene right Does this remind you of anything? I'm going to have to excuse myself, but before I go, I would yeah. like to say that uh, Mr. Corleone is one yeah. of the most prominent rich citizens no, in Nevada, and I want to say something about was. the Italian-Americans you, you in this country. Talk, you could talk
1: about bowling, and she would find some way to turn it away, Cuba Fidel thing. I mean, you could be talking about salad, what kind of hamantash, and you're going to eat at poor, and she could talk it into a way, Cuban Fidel thing. She is the most obnoxious, disgusting, simpleton bitch who ever came down to Pike, and I'm not sure who looked more stupid, her, Jose or, Mark, I don't want to talk about the past McGuire. And then, of course, born again, Kurt Chilling with his God and the Republicans, oh, you know. I not
2: stand that guy. Oh, man. I'll
1: tell and you Sammy, that. you know what one of the highlights was? It was a slip of the tongue. One of the congressmen called Sammy... So-so. Mr. So-so. That was great. <laughs>
0: I love you, Miami. I, I got to tell, tell you something, so leave on It was high entertainment, you? and it was worth it. Was it was worth taxpayer money for no, me? No, it was
1: not high entertainment. Every time they'd ask another question, they'd go up and down.
0: Uh, I can't answer that. I don't know. Uh, I got nothing to say about that. Uh, yeah, I agree with Curt. Uh, yeah, I, they I, I didn't have th- anything it, to say. It revealed a lot to me.
1: Like what? That
3: like they're a the bunch po- of liars.
0: Like the whole problem with the whole deal is Donald Fear to start with. That uh, Bud Seelig is the congressman from. Schilling's district in Boston, or from the Red Sox district, was great. He didn't let Schilling off the hook. Schilling said, well, we can we can police ourselves in this matter. And he said, well, you've been telling us that for 30 years. Yeah. And then he went about back 30, to man. Bowie Kuhn being there 30 years ago saying yeah. steroids was a problem. And mm-hmm. yet this commissioner claims he knew nothing about it 20 years after that. Yeah. I mean, it yeah, tells you everything you need to know that about that. There was a guy,
1: one of the Republicans from Indiana, was pretty good, too. But every time they start getting a little bit tough... The uh, chairman would interrupt. Well, uh, the House rules say that any uh, public testimony we can't, uh, you know, and then they would say, and plus you're out of time anyway, so shut up. You know, so they never really let him go after anybody.
0: I thought they, I, I thought I thought Manfred. I mean, I had never seen him in uh, some kind of public setting before. Manfred, man, that guy is ridiculous. Yeah, and he's the guy who negotiates for the owners. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, Jose, it was just a Jose waste Canseco, of money man. Jose Canseco, Sixteenth uh, Street. Russ Leighton sitting there talking about how she walked how to school a block away from Pearl yeah. Park, where he went
1: to school, and how she hopes he'll go and talk to those kids Meanwhile. about how bad steroids is. Meanwhile, well, she, she speci- looks a little beefed up. She especially wants to commend uh, uh, her good close personal friends Raffy and uh,
0: Sammy. Yeah, Sammy with the cork bat. Yeah, Sammy, who uh, all of a sudden is uh, Dominican-turned-Cuban. Uh, she, by the way, looks like she's been doing steroids herself. She's a little yeah. bulked up. Her well, head looks were, like it got if bigger. If you were married
1: to a guy looks like her husband, I guess you'd be doing pills, too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother.
4: I has got a
1: little... Uh, per- Going on probably too much with this Terry Schiavo business. If you, no, think, if you think yesterday's hearings were uh, really captivating, wait till Terry. Terry's going to be called to, uh, invited to testify before Congress. <laughs> oh. This is the scan that they're pulling to prevent them from removing the tube at one o'clock today. They're calling her to testify. So as a result, if anybody interferes with that, it's going to be a federal crime, and they better not mess with that tube. There's... In fact, there she is right now. She's going, to go there. She's going to go testify. Ah, you know what I'm saying? That will be very captivating. Fact, uh, I'll she'll, tell pro- you, she'll probably say more than Mark McGuire did.
0: I'll tell you, I like the uh, the representative from Missouri, too, who asked McGuire some tough questions, which he didn't yeah. answer.
5: No, he and didn't then answer anything.
0: And then he referred to the highway named after Mark McGuire like it's an embarrassment.
1: Oh, you know, he was very good.
0: You're right. He was, he was terrific. He, that he wanted
1: to nail him to the cross. Uh, but, but this all happened yesterday, right? Yep. Well, just remember one thing. We're not
0: here to talk about the past. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That, that's all he had I'm to here say. to look at the weekend, oh, and I'm I not going to lose too much.
1: He was so embarrassing. I mean, he had roids written all over his red, uh,
0: pimply, grotesque I have, uh, face. I have a question for you, Neil. Yes. And somebody wrote this in the Boston Globe today, uh, a writer who I really respect. One of the problems is we don't have any columns down here you can go to to read anything good about this stuff. Of course stuff. not. But uh, Shaughnessy, Dan Shaughnessy in Boston, wrote that he thinks this could cause... McGuire, a problem with the Hall of Fame. Do you agree? Who cares? Oh. Don't want
3: to talk no, sports. Who huh? cares?
1: No, no, that, no, that's not it. It's not a question of talking sports. I mean, just who cares? I mean, Ty Cobb, I, we we did this before, I told you, he was a member of the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. It didn't to stop him from getting in. Everybody knew that. I mean, this, they brought Pete Rose's name up. Pete Rose didn't yeah. cheat. This has no, nothing Pete, to do with well, Pete let Rose. Well, let me ask you this, okay? Who do you think is the biggest slime ball, the biggest lower, the worst lowlife, Mark McGuire or Pete Rose? And I agree with you, Pete Rose belongs in there because it should be. I, you know the what? That, I don't think that has anything
0: to do with Pete Rose being in the Hall no, of no, Fame. No, no, I, I agree with but that's not, not. My
1: question. Answer the question, Mister Paranoia. Who do you think <laughs> is the biggest slime ball? Because they both belong in there, Mark McGuire or Pete Rose? You know, I'm not talking about what happened yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mark McGuire's like he's like a, a a Boy Scout compared to Pete Rose. Yeah, but Pete didn't uh, Pete. No,
6: and you're, you're you're
1: arguing with yourself because I agree with you. He belongs in there, but that's not that's not my question. In terms of low life disgrace, my God.
0: Yeah, Pete the is not the most high-class
1: could... guy in the world. Oh, please. The nah. stories about him at the racetrack, he makes Larry King look good. No, Larry I, I, just
0: signed 40 three more years, years yeah. Three more years. That's yesterday's news, by the way. We don't want to talk about it. I sent that yesterday. over to you. I'm glad you got it. What? The Larry King and That's thing.
1: yesterday's news. That was on yesterday. Oh, it was? Oh, yeah, it, we it, don't, it we don't want to talk about today.
0: yesterday. We're not here to talk about the past. We're here to
1: talk about Larry's future for about another six months till he croaks. Well, he and Howard.
0: You know something that?
1: I beg your pardon? He He and Howard. Mo. Oh, you mean mm-hmm. extending their contract. I yeah. We were talking about croaking. Yeah, as a matter of fact, R&R, Radio and Records, since I scour all these websites, got a big piece here about Howard David signs with whatever that, uh, yeah, whatever that thing is, Sports USA Radio. Maybe they'll give him a talk show. Nah, see, you're just trying to get rid of him now. He, he, I heard him the other day say that he was bonding with you in a hallway. You and he had a great chat
0: about something. I was just listening. Yeah. I would say it was more of a... Bond? Uh, oh. Bonding, I wouldn't exactly call it a, a one-sided conversation. There, Cope, would you call that a bonding, what we were doing there? No. No? <laughs>
1: no. I thought the two of you were getting pretty tight now. Hey, listen, we got to be one big happy family. we got that stiff competition
0: now, man. Yeah, with an emphasis on stiff. Yeah, that's my point. Well, you have a nice weekend, Neil. I'm going to. And I'm not going to watch any of I'm, that crap. That was yesterday. I'm going to think feeling. about your question, and I'll answer you on Monday. Monday, we'll find out
1: from Hank. Who's the bigger, the, the bigger lowlife, Mark McGuire or Pete Rose? Have, have you ever seen Pete
0: at the track? Oh, I, I've sat with him at the track. Oh, that's why you don't want to answer the question. Well, I know Pete pretty well. and I. Oh, jeez. Don't tell me you're friends with Pete Rose. I didn't say that. He I know. The, I said I know him. Oh no. my God, that would be. I don't know what the hell. I'd probably
1: fall right on the floor if you told me that.
0: I lose my faith in life. But I've seen Pete's faults.
1: Oh, when he sits down with that stack a hundred dollar yeah. which with, with whichever floozy happens to be sitting at uh, his side and sits and stacks up the hundreds like he's impressing you, and then of course you watch them diminish like like uh, the amazing invisible man they just disappear very
0: rapidly. Maybe Monday I'll tell you the story about Pete and the teller at uh, Gulfstream. Well, I could tell you stories about Pete and uh, dealers in Las Vegas. Yeah, you know, probably the same the way, as what Gulfstream, you're going to tell. Do they tell? still have
1: the Larry King uh, drawer where they have all those checks that Larry bounced? No, they don't have. There's nothing left at Gulfstream. It's
0: you, no, they no, knocked no, everything you, down.
1: That is a true story, by the way. They had a drawer where they had all Larry King's bad checks once upon a time at Gulfstream. I thought
0: that was Hialeah. No, or whatever it was. Or one of each. Some place that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Probably Eyalia. But you know something? That's in the past. That's right. We're not going to look back at the time no. when Larry gonna... was a 5%er at Highlight. Right. We, we don't st- want to talk about no, that in We the don't past. want to talk about
1: him <laughs> stiffing all those people for the book he was <laughs> allegedly writing that he never wrote. But it's one of these days, he's going to pay them all back. You'll see. In fact, some of them died already. The guy, that uh, big fat guy that uh, used to sell dog food in my health food store, he died already. Larry owed him five grand.
0: you got to be kidding.
1: No. <laughs> I, I would meet people that I never saw before in my life, and they'd they'd start out of nowhere. You know, Larry King. I'd say, "Oh my, that son of a bitch ripped me off for five grand. He made up these stories. He was writing a book." Yeah, I right, never saw him again. There is, I would say, if you had to take a poll on the luckiest man on the face of the earth, there's the one right there. Only me fifty dollars. Sit, just sit there by the phone. You're going to get a call all right now. Bill Vines is going to call you. You're going to be doing my show. What a, a BS artist, man of the worst kind. But it goes to show you, kiss
0: and ass can get you all the way to the top, man. Well, he told me that that very same thing. He was yeah. the one who uh, who told Bill Vines that I should inherit his show when he left and do sports. He told me
1: the same thing, so I guess we were both maybe we canceled each other out. But then again, you know something,
5: Hank. That
0: was in the past. That's right. Can't hold a grudge against Larry. Uh
5: huh.
0: You know, Larry could have paid all those people back, and I asked him about it one time, and he said, "That's exactly what he said." That was my other life. Really?
7: Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: Nice guy. He's making millions and millions and millions, and he's such a low life. Maybe that would be our discussion on Monday. Okay, who's the bigger low life? Larry King, Mark McGuire, or Pete Rose?
0: I think I'm going to be out on Monday. <laughs>
7: I'm gonna I, I,
0: I need immunity if I yeah. don't have immunity I'm not showing up well it's either going to be you
1: testifying or Terry Shivo, one or the other <laughs> I'll, I'll go for Shaivo. yeah
0: so you just make up your mind maybe just make guttural sounds at 10 o'clock. a lot of good uh, court TV stuff this week really Well look at all these trials that have been going on No, that's true Robert Blake the
1: uh, the attorney for the How about uh, that? the trailer trash the attorney for the trailer trash family says I'm going to wipe that smile right off his face and now he wants to act again he needs the money. Really? Is that what he said? He's going to need a lot of money when he has to pay that civil suit. I still say the bitch had it coming. If he didn't do it, Christian Brander would have done it. Somebody else would. She was just a nasty, conniving, you know. Yeah, I agree. But again, then again, that's in the past. I hope they had a good meal, though, at that Italian restaurant. You notice how there's always an Italian restaurant in the mix, like with OJ Sparks? Yeah. Always an Italian
0: restaurant. Sparks wasn't an Italian restaurant. That was a steakhouse. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Whatever. Don't lose too much this weekend. I'll try not
1: to. I might just uh, have to go out there and give it a shot this weekend. You know?
0: Yeah, I'll be up at Palm, Palm Beach County Club for me tomorrow.
1: Warm up my machines again and see if I can get that thing cranking for three, four grand. You know? Some good three-year-old races. It's Kind of nice when at five times Wheel of Fortune, five times come up and the bell starts
0: ringing. You know? All
7: the best like to you. Him.
0: Huh? All the best to you. All
1: the best to you, Humper. Have a great weekend and uh, win a lot. I'm glad watched you watched that yesterday. I, well, I watched the whole afternoon. You took a day out of my life, that's all I can tell you. It was worth it. It was. See Have ya. a great uh, weekend. Yeah, you too. I get half whatever you win. <laughs> okay.
3: Monday, next day, uh, going to a lowdown on Pete Rose. Yeah, <laughs> Friday,
8: you bastard. Goodbye, Chris Farley, you great big fatty, always acting like a great big fat dumb retard in every film you've ever
7: made.
8: Too bad for David Spade, his career could fade, cause... All he has left is that lame TV show He won't be making muddy movies no more And you wanted to be just like John Belushi And have John Candy's choose You finally made it But were not too careful what you wish. You gave us lots of laughter Saturday night, but you were way too young to die to commit Batman suicide. Goodbye, Chris Farley. What did you eat to blow up like a big balloon, eating like a fool that would only bring you certain death? The farmers are upset. And all you left was some cable movies and a few pairs of your pants that will fill to make community pools. <laughs> and you wanted to be just like John Belushi and have John Cassie's these You finally made it, but were not too careful what you wished. Your casket could hold a piano that's six feet wide. Now you've reached the pizza in the sky. You've got so fat you die. I'm dying over
3: here.
1: And a lot of other people with them drugs and booze, baby. We'll get into that. 10:14 at 560 WQAM. Spring is here. And now's a great time to get down to Armstrong, Florida Homestead for some great deals on new O5s. Right now, get beyond the wheel of a focus or escape. With $2,000 cash back from Ford and 0% financing. How about an exhibition with $3,000 cash back and 1.9% financing? Check out the 05 Ford or Explorer right now at Armstrong Ford Homestead with $2,500 cash back and 1.9% financing. And don't forget, only when you buy from Armstrong Ford Homestead, you get that exclusive tires, parts, and batteries for life program. Plus a free Florida SunPass, too. Armstrong Ford is proud of our servicemen and women. If you're in the military, if you have a relative in the military, no matter if it's active duty, reservist, National Guard, or Coast Guard, you'll get you a military appreciation discount. David Rich and the staff at Armstrong Ford will guarantee you the best price. And because, like I always tell you, it's a locally owned and operated outfit. They're going to treat you like family because they want to make you a customer for life and not just a one-shot deal. Armstrong Ford Homestead, they're at 30725 South Dixie Highway, 20 minutes south of the 836. Check them on that wicked web at armstrongcars.com. And then give David or Victor a call if you like, 305-247-5112. That's 247 twelve. Drive a little and save thousands on that new Ford at Armstrong Ford of Homestead.
9: You're listening to Neil Rogers (laughs) exclusively on
3: 560-UAM. you no.
1: Brian and Pompano Beach is programming the show today. It. It's always nice to know who's going to be proud. Uh, yeah, we know Kurt Cobain died of a self-inflicted gunshot, but it was because of drugs and booze. I researched all of these very thoroughly and completely, and whoever wrote true on here, Miguel, uh, is full of crap. Did you write that? Yeah, it is true. No, way. Well, technically it's true, but it was right, induced by... I right. beg your pardon? I agree. Technically, it's true, but yes. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not interested in corrections to the pool. If you want additions, that's fine. Corrections, the answer is absolutely no. 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 Okay? That was yesterday. We're here to talk about today. Von <laughs> Scott from ACDC. Fine. Now, the audience, that's not online yet. They don't know what that we're talking about. Well, we're like kind of backed up for time here, you know? Which is fine with me, because I enjoy those. Oh, now, look at this. Phil Hartman uh, for the pool. And, and you're right on this. Phil Hartman had nothing to do with drugs or booze. He was shot by his uh, crazy wife, who then shot herself, Steve from Nashville. See, we just haven't even started the show yet officially, and already they're like uh, got uh, a million things for the pool. What is with you people, anyway? It sounds like you got St. Vitus dancing your pants. Too much watching them hearings with uh, Jose Consucco. Man, you talk about crap. I'm really still in my mind, not sure who I would point the finger at as being the most disgraceful. I still think Eliana Rosanna Dana, although very much expected. I mean, but there was nobody else there who did anything that was unexpected either. You know, McGuire was going to stonewall because he's a bad abuser, big time, and all those records of his are totally bogus. You know, Sammy's going to go, I no not speak of English, you know, all that crap. How do you like, who was the one, oh, it was Kucinich, who asked him the question in Espanol? How did you like that? Did you see that? Little Dennis Kucinich with that crappy hairpiece, he asked him a question in Espanol. And Sammy said, that's Sammy Soso, by the way. Sammy Soso. Soso. And, of course, Kurt and he's still, he's praying in God and this, and the Republicans, oh, get out of here already, you make me want to puke. And Jose, of course, he just had a change of heart. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, let me do the yesterday's poll real quick, because once I get going today, man, I may go till midnight. The radio talk show host you disliked the most yesterday. We had 1,968 votes. We could have done 2,000, Josh, but I had to chop it off there at 9 to put today's poll on there. Of course. Could have easily gone over, well over 2,000. Rush Limbaugh, he went almost over 1,000 by himself, 846. Speaking of fat and pills. Sean Hannity, 155. You see that? Like uh, about six, uh, five times as many than some. Sean Hannity, 155. Little George Rodriguez, who's on vacation for week 145. Give it a good shot there, George, but couldn't nail down second place. Bill O'Reilly, 92. Mo Howard, David, (laughs) uh, 89. Uh, Dan LaBastard, 80. Al Franken, 66. Howard Stern, 65. Todd Schmidt had 56. The Humper was tied with Michael Savage, 53. I don't think you'll see the two of them in school together. Randy Rhodes, 41. Steve Kane and yours truly, 28 apiece. Great minds work alike. Glenn Beck and Phil Hendry, 26. Geldy, 25. 25. O.J. McDuffie, 19. Jerry Springer, 16. The Big O oh. had 11. G. Gordon, Liddy 10. Ed Schultz, 9. Ed, how could Ed Schultz have 9? Nobody knows who that is. Defoe had 9. The Mad Dog had 8. rat. Right. That's disrespectful. The Booster, 6. Joe Rose, 3. And little Eddie K had 3. That's yesterday's poll. We didn't want to talk about yesterday. Monica Bellucci, not to be confused with John Bellucci, is on today's uh, Web Beaded uh, Curtain thing. Monica Bellucci was born in... Oh, look at that. Città di Castello, Umbria, Italy. Città di Castello. That's the city of Lucastello. Born September 30th, 1964, which makes her 40... 40. Right? Right. right. She's in Eccentricity, which is being made next year, not even this year. Combien uh is being filmed right now. The Brothers Grimm, completed but not out yet. The Matrix Online, She Hate Me. Oh, She Hate Me. Agent Secrets, The Passion of the Christ, did you know that she was, Monica Bellucci was in that? The Passion? The Passion of the Christ. I did
2: right. not. Uh, I didn't oh. see it. I, I know what happened.
1: Well, thank God. Prince of Persia, Warrior Within, The Matrix Revolution, Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas, Enter the Matrix, The Matrix Reloaded, Run Out of the Matrix, uh, Have Fun with the Matrix, Tears of the Sun, di me, Irreversible, uh, Asterix and Obelix, uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Under Suspicion, uh, Mediterranean, uh, a los Que Aman, Ultimo Cabadano. Whatever the hell I mean. What does that mean? You tell me. L'ultimo Capodano. I think that's something about the Capo regime. I don't know what that means. Uh, the apartment. She's in a whole bunch of stuff. Anyway, Monica Bellucci. She looks fine. we got more than one picture. How many pictures we got up there? I would think About 30, man. A couple. So there she is. The prices right now. The Terry Schiavo thing. Before we get to the... I, I just got too much here to handle. I'm, I'm going to pass out. Too much stress. Too much pressure. A lot of pressure. Employing an extraordinary congressional maneuver. House Republican leadership earlier today made a last-ditch effort to keep doctors from removing the feeding tube of Terry Schiavo, and they're going to have to do it over Bill Frist's fist, I'll tell you that right now, because he is pissed off and fired up. He has invited Terry and her husband, Michael, to appear and testify before his committee in the Senate. Also, the House invited them to appear. In fact, they got a subpoena from uh, Dennis Hastert, Tom DeLay, and uh, Tom Davis. They subpoenaed them to appear. Terry Schiavo, she's going to have to give her testimony. <laughs> that ought to be really riveting. If you enjoyed yesterday at the uh, baseball stuff with the steroids, you'll really love when Terry has her moment in the sunshine and says
3: mm-hmm,
1: like that. You know what she's going to say? Yes, yeah, something like that. Terry, how do you feel about that tube, honey?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like that. That's bad. That's really disrespectful. But I think that's about all she could say at this point. If that. So it goes to show a tremendous waste of energy. This is your Congress at work, ladies and gentlemen. We're paying like $80 a, a, a gallon of gas now. we got millions of people with no health care. we got the people don't know where their next meal is coming from. we got this enormous deficit. The American dollar is like worth f- 15 cents. And we're worried about the steroids and baseball. And let's, by all means, keep that tube in Terry's nose, okay? That's right, the important things. That's right. we got our head on straight, man. we got our priorities all straightened out. When in doubt, straighten that baby out. Can we still say that? No. Like I said, that's more like it. 10:26 at 560 WQM. Hey, all you horse racing fans and poker players, Pompano Park has got the gambling action you're looking for. Just a half mile from both I-95 and the turnpike, Pompano Park features free admission and free general parking every day. Live harness racing in the poker room open every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Poker starts at noon, goes on until midnight, and live racing gets underway nightly at 725 p.m. Coming up this Saturday, March 19, sounds like tomorrow to me, Pompano Park wants to thank all of you for your support in the passage of the slot machine vote with a victory party. If you voted against it, it lost. This Saturday, tomorrow, Pompano Park will have a special cake-cutting ceremony and live music, and it'll be quarter night with all race programs, draft beer, hot dogs, sodas, popcorn, and more, all just 25 cents apiece. If you voted against it, it'll be 25 bucks apiece. There will also be free miniature horse rides for the kids. as our way of saying thank you for your support. Come celebrate with our 25-cent night this Saturday, tomorrow, it's almost as good as free spaghetti dinner not uh, night, but not quite. Pompano Park, a block side of Atlantic Boulevard and on Powerline Road. For the current racing schedule, call 954-972-2000 or just go online at pompadopark.com. Don't forget, Poker Room starts at noon today and live racing underway tonight at 725
9: and a p.m. You're listening to Neil Rogers, exclusively on 560 Q A M. am
3: Goodbye, Phil
8: Hartman. Bringed you in, and you were a real good guy that had so much more to give. But you married a psychotic bitch. Her trigger finger got his itch. But the good news is that she blew herself away. Cause everybody knows that in L.A., they let murderers walk every day. Another laughter has died thanks to your psycho bitch wife who had a stupid face like grin. And news radio was a lame show except that you were there. And some characters from The Simpsons have lost their voice. If not for that, that your life would have lasted long. But she left you no choice Goodbye Troy McClure That you may know from such films as I Married an ex-murderer, mom has a gun And honey, I just blew your head off Now Lionel Hutz can't get rid off She's dead anyway Saturday night has fallen further in decay, since that's the reason you left anyway. And it sucks that you die because of your psychotic wife, with that stupid name like Brit. And the Simpsons will never be the same again. And assholes like Heston, preacher boss, sunrise. Oops, it's a good thing she said, because now they can't defend that bitch you had for a
6: while.
1: Okay, well, I hit it, and I'm sure you did, too, but that's the way it goes. Sorry about that. It's okay. Right?
6: We'll live. It's a Friday.
1: Well, we all hit it at the same time, I'm sure,
0: didn't we, Miguel? Yes.
1: Good. Anyway, well, there was a word in there we can't say anymore, which is kind of sad, because that uh, bit was from a few years ago. But nevertheless, so anyway, where do I start? Now, see, here's Jimmy, who means well. Freddie Prince committed suicide by shooting himself. We already know that. There's only, oh, I see. Uh, What does that mean? Yeah, but you don't understand the background. I understand he committed suicide just like Kurt Cobain did. But the fact of the matter is there was drugs, 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 drugs. That's what it was all about, okay? Lots of it. So, I don't really know what this says. Uh, you're trying to, like, again, correct the poll. I did, like, hours of research. I poured... Oh, and by the way, speaking of Kurt Cobain, if you really want... If you have a lot of extra time on your hands, you have no life? I have no life. Uh, go online, and you can find 44,000 different uh, conspiracy uh, theories about how Kurt Cobain really died, and why, and ba beep ba boop ba ba-da. Does anybody really care quite that much? No. No. Do you care?
2: No. No.
1: Do we care about Courtney Love? No. Absolutely not. She shot. Him. believe leave you. What? She shot him. There you go. Anyway, now, here's the uh, poll for today, and I want to get to this Jose CanSucco book, and I don't want to do a lot of reading from there because Miguel will really get upset, although I really don't care. Uh, who is your all-time favorite celebrity who died from drugs, drugs or booze? Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that the instant that they stopped breathing, that the immediate cause was, but, uh, you know, the drugs and booze, you can't separate that if you're going to talk about Kurt Cobain and his death, and the same with Freddie Prinz. So if you want to send me your stupid facts, go ahead. If you want to do a little research first and read up about these people, then you'll find out that, as usual, I tend to be... Absolutely correct. make a lot of mistakes, like showing up some days, but believe you me when I tell you, okay, we know our Freddie Prinz. Now,
6: Cobain was doing uh, doing heroin, I mean
1: right. He just got out of rehab for crying out loud when uh, his brains were blown out and of course, then there's a question about was he murdered? Did he really do it? Uh, all these, you know although quite frankly it's a lot more significant to I think uh, the human race than uh, are the baseball players doing steroids. see that that whole thing yesterday, there are people out there who really believe that this is worthwhile. Uh, a u- a useful expenditure of your taxpayer time and money for the Congress of the United States, the House of Representatives, to be conducting hearings with a bunch of stupid jocks and asking, oh, did you take roids? Did anybody else around you take roids? Did you for take a shot at ex- a... Huh?
2: It's for the children. Yeah, right. In their
1: lives. Well, that's, that's my point. That's why I'm doing this poll today, to show you how ridiculous it is. Because in show business, uh, actors, actresses, certainly musicians, there are just as many and probably a hell of a lot more Widely publicized stories about superstars doing every kind of drug that's ever been invented, some you've never heard of, a hell of a lot more controversial than freaking steroids. And yet, are we having hearings about those? No. Should we be having hearings about those? No. Absolutely not. Now let's see. For today's poll, Bradley Noel from Sublime died of a heroin overdose. Well, that's good. I hope next time you do this poll, we can put on Mark McGuire.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we can put on Mark McGuire and his bitch-ass alligator tears. Wouldn't that be something if they had to chop his legs off like that boxer? with there were steroids, you know? And, of course, it's horrible that those people, they were testifying and they lost their kids, committed suicide. But you know something? How many other kids killed themselves with drugs because they were emulating some rock star, huh? And by the way, for that stupid bitch Congresswoman that got up there, it's not 500; 500, it's 500,000 eighth and tenth graders uh, who've been using steroids. Not 500. She just had a little bit of a, mis- uh, a little a uh, misstatement there. Okay, that's what she said. She said 500. Nitpicker. Yeah, the number was 500,000, but nevertheless, only uh, a couple off. You know, idiotic bitch. So here's what we got on the poll so far, and I'm sure that there are some more. A lot of dead performers because of drugs and booze, especially the drug part. I mean, the idea, the it's just laughable on the face of it. Let me say it again. Ileana Ross-Layton, I hope there is nobody in this audience who ever votes for her. I know that she wins hands down because she's got that old green tooth crowd again. I hope, Miguel, certainly nobody in your family ever voted for that bitch.
5: Well, most of them can't vote, so it's all right.
1: Good. Put them back on a banana boat, okay? Get them out of here. Damn it. She is such an imbecile. She, she didn't ask anybody any questions. Not that there were any answers forthcoming anyway, but that was supposed to be the uh, the process. She doesn't ask any questions. She makes a five-minute speech about uh, Rafi and how much we respect Rafi and Sammy and blah, 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 blah. And Rafi wouldn't go and play against Fidel and against the Cuban national team because he wouldn't dignify Castro. And how we have the street named after Jose right down the block from the school and I went to school a block away. Oh, my God almighty. And Hank's right. She's just like that Just like that scene in The, uh, in the Godfather where he's testifying about the Italian people are a wonderful people, and they never, never stole a freight train, and she's going out about the Cuban people. You know something, Ileana? You're a disgrace to the human race. You, uh, Roseanne, Rosanna Dana, the real one, she's got to be turned over in her grave. You know what? Seriously. Turning over in her grave. I, I bet you that Gene uh, Wilder would like to come there and just take a Louisville slugger and knock her head right off her shoulders. Her fat head off her fat shoulders. Man, that, that performance she put in yesterday, that was one for the record books, with no asterisk. Your all-time favorite celebrity who died from drugs, or booze, or whatever. Uh, John Belushi, no contest, 89. Jimi Hendrix, 42. You know, fat and uh, uh, drugs is not a good combination either. Fat and anything. Jimi Hendrix, 42. Elvis, 39. Chris Farley, 34. Speaking of fat, Marlon Monroe, 19. Kurt Cobain, 11. He shot himself, you know. Janis Joplin, 10. Lenny Bruce, 8. Charlie Parker, 7. Sid Vicious, 6. River, Phoenix, 6. I thought Johnny Depp did it. Jack Kerouac, 6. John Bonham, Led Zeppelin Five, William Holden Five died with a bottle in his hand. William Holden was great, but he was a drunk. Freddie Prinze Four, Keith Moon of the Who Four, Shannon Hoon of Blyde Melon. Shannon Hoon. Ooh. You know, how Keith Moon is right on top of Shannon Hoon. Okay, I mean, in the he's right above, looking up. We love Lion Melon, don't we? Lion Melon's pretty good. What?
6: I have that song stuck in my head.
1: What do you mean by that?
3: It's
1: like my early
3: played on MTV every five seconds. I
1: love that. Yeah, it's a good song. Anyway, uh, he's dead. Shannon Hoon. Judy Garland four. D.D. Dee Dee Ramone two. Bobby Hatfield. The Righteous Brothers two. Andy Gibb two. Uh, Steve Clark. Def Leppard two. Bradley Noel. Sublime one. John Phillips, Mamas and Papas, won. Frankie Lyman the Teenagers, Frankie. All right. That's for the Frankie Lyman guy. He's dead. Drugs. Uh, Brian Jones of the Stones, won. David Ruffin, won. Temptations. Montgomery Cliff won. Hey, Montgomery. Ma- uh, oh, Monty. No, that's not what I want to say. Monty. You fair? That's it. Gene uh, Vincent none, and uh, uh, Phil Linnet, Thin Lizzy, 322 votes. A lot of dead performers. Let me say it again. And when we, after the break, uh, just a couple of paragraphs again. From Jose Canseco's book, and keep in mind, if you went out there and got sucked into buying a book, you should demand your money back because, well, it took two years to write the book, and now I've changed my mind. And let me tell this crap about the steroids made you look so young. You could pass for fifty-five easy, sweetheart.
5: You make me look like a teenager. Another edition of what If... Today, what if Janice Joplin were an Avon lady? Next time, to find out what would happen if Nancy Reagan lost weight. This bulletin just ends. It appears that the first lady has disappeared. When next, we ask, what
1: is... 1026, 14 to 11. Let's look at that schedule. We got Mo Howard David, uh, who just signed with uh, Sports USA Radio. Mo Howard David at 2. We got the Mad Dog at 4. All right. And then 7. He's a Mad Dog, by the way, at Public 601 on South Andrews Avenue in Fort Lauderdale. Wow. He is really moving up in the world, you know? Curtis Stevenson, 7 to 10 tonight. We have a guilty free Friday in 8K at 10 o'clock. That's our schedule at QAM. Match that, Danny boy. Okay, here's a fact from John who says, Well, if you have the loser from Nirvana on there, then you certainly need to put my hero, Hunter S. Thompson, on. Your hero. All I can say to that is... Yeah, get him on there, Hunter S. Thompson, right? Cheap drunk. Okay, now here's Jose Canseco's book again. Well, it's a good thing I bought this, you know? Did you wind up reading more? No. Oh. Well, no, I, no, actually, I went toward the ass end to try to find some of the stuff that that one congressman was reading. Did you see that when he read it to him? No. no. And, the res- and again, the response from Jose with the straight face was, well, it took two years to write this book since then I've changed my mind. See, this is because he didn't, this is because he's testifying without immunity, and obviously it's going to be a parole violation. His big ugly ass is going to be back in his slammer. He's going to have the ankle bracelet on again when he goes home. He's going to have to have his visits to my house for 1,500 bucks an hour to have a cafe con leche or whatever the hell he's doing there. Give me a break, you lion sack of crap! And uh, of course, by his performance and his behavior, he raises grave doubts on everything he wrote in the book. Although the McGuire thing, there is no doubt. Well, of course, I mean the book was definitely just a paycheck. You know, that's all. A he what
10: he just wanted the money.
1: I, I, I would think. Well, that... we don't doubt that, but the, the the obvious question is, did he want the money by spilling the beans with the truth, or did he just make a lot of it up? That's the question. We know he wanted the money. He's desperate.
9: I'd,
10: I'd say, if I were to guess, I'd say it's like fifty-fifty. Fifty fitty? Fifty
1: How much would you bet? Fifty cent?
10: That's it. Anyway,
1: here I just I, I know Miguel gets real upset, although I have a lot of stuff to read here today and I really don't care what Miguel thinks because he's his brain he and Ileana Rosanna Dana ought to elope. I mean Miguel's got a lovely wife, but I think <laughs> I think that if she ever decides to dump your ass, I think Ileana Rosanna because at least you don't have that purple face like her husband. Jose says we're talking about the future here. See, just like Mark McGuire, not the past. We're not talking about yesterday, we're talking about the future. Jose says, I have no doubt whatsoever that intelligent, informed use of steroids combined with human growth hormone will one day be so accepted that everybody will be doing it. This is what I spent 36.95 Canadian to go out and buy, eh? Well spent. And now he changed his mind. Every one of you, every one of you suckers like me who bought the book, you should demand a refund immediately, not sooner. I'm going to read that sentence again. I have no doubt whatsoever that intelligent and informed use of steroids combined with human growth hormone will one day be so accepted that everybody will be doing it. Steroid use will be more common than Botox is now. Every baseball player and pro athlete will be using at least low levels of steroids. Every baseball player and pro athlete, says Jose, the maven. As a result, baseball and other sports will be more exciting and entertaining. Human life will be improved, too. We will live longer and better, and maybe we'll live longer. What? And we will love longer and better, too, he says. Oh, yeah, he looks like a real specimen. We'll be able to look good and have strong, fit bodies well into our 60s and beyond. It's called evolution, and there's no stopping it. All these people crying about steroids and baseball now will look as foolish in a few years as the people who said John F. Kennedy was crazy to say the U.S. will put a man on the moon. People who see the future earlier than others are always feared and misunderstood. Now, Jose, now they will fear you. The public needs to be informed about the reality of steroids and how they've affected the lives of many baseball players, including me. Have I used steroids? You bet I did. Did steroids make me a better baseball player? Of course they did. If I had it all to do over again, would I live a steroid-enriched life? Yes, I would. Do I have any regrets or qualms about relying on chemicals to help me out of baseball so far? To be honest, no, I don't. Here's the next page, page three. This this is right off the get right of the uh, box, right at the get go here, in the beginning of the book, pages two and three. He says, Yes, you heard me right. Steroids used correctly will not only make you stronger and sexier, they'll also make you healthier. This is better living through modern chemistry, you understand. Certain steroids used in proper combinations can cure certain diseases. Steroids will give you a better quality of life and also drastically slow down the aging process. If people learn how to use steroids and growth hormone uh, hormone properly, especially as they get older, 60, 70, 80 years old, their way of living will change completely. Uh, If you start young enough when you're in your 20s, 30s, and 40s and use steroids properly, you can probably slow the aging process by 15 or 20 years. I'm 40 years old, but I look much younger, he says, likely story, and I can still do everything the way I could when I was 25. Again, I'm sure referring to his swordsmanship, which, quite frankly, we don't want to hear about. At least I don't. Now, we go back to page 283 toward the ass end of the book. See, I did read to, uh, a couple more paragraphs, Josh. Right on. And, and I apologize. When you get the book, it will have some, like, uh, you know, some paragraph circled. There'll be a little ink in there. It'll be all right. I think I'll live. A couple of dog-eared pages. You can handle that. Yeah, I didn't have to pay the 40 bucks for it. That's right. No, in the U.S., it's only a bargain. It's only twenty five ninety five plus the recaptable tax and tires. By the way, thank you, Mr. President, for those bargain gas prices. Over $3 a gallon already in California and coming to a gas station near you very soon. Thank you, El Presidente, for those low gas prices. <laughs> oh, my God. You fairy. Exactly. Now, getting back to the book. There's no more pretending. What we have to look forward to is a world where honesty about steroids is the only policy the challenge is going to be demonstrating to people that steroids can be a good thing. I've never said it'll be easy to educate the American public about all this to get them to accept what biochemistry and biotechnology can do to change our lives. We're only really getting started on that national conversation, and we're in for an awkward period as the revelations about steroids start to sink in. In the short term, you can count on plenty of people urging baseball to crack down to wipe steroids out of the game. What I'm hoping for, says Jose Canseco, is that some more intelligent, forward-looking voices will come out and urge baseball to embrace the potential of steroids to fight for their place in the game and in our lives. Does that sound like what he was saying yesterday? Well, no. he
5: changed his mind.
1: Yeah, he changed his mind because he doesn't want to go back in a slam or this slimeball you. And there's Ileana Rosanna Dana, which Gilda Radner, we're very sorry, by the way, honey, we apologize. Rosanna Dana giving a song to dance. And you'll notice, by the way, she gave her best kudos to uh, Rafi and Sammy, which Sammy's from the Dominican Republic, by the way, got nothing to do with Cuba. But nevertheless, close, because she didn't want to get uh, too cozy with Jose there, even though she went to school a block away and uh, he never stole a freight train. Although, quite frankly, last time I checked, he was Cuban. Last time I checked, Jose. Yes. And that's why she was trying to do the old cover up there. Okay, can I interrupt myself? How about Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart? Uh, was he a celebrity? No. He was the Kurt Cobain of his time. He drank a lot and partied hard. He died at age 35 and was thrown into a pauper's grave. Well, whoopee for him, okay? Wolfgang, you've seen too many of the movies, okay? That's fine, but he doesn't qualify for a poll. He's not a celebrity. Not now. Not among our slimeball crowd. Jim says there's a guy who died earlier this year without whom he may never have had. About Dirty man. Old Dirty Bastard deserves a place on the pole. Old Dirty, that's right. Remember when he died? Yeah? yeah? I'm going to have to play that bit with Regis at Old Dirty. About 30, man. I'm dirty 30. Old Dirty. kind of like the Old Dirty, you know? Uh, let's see. How about Rick James? Uh, <laughs> yeah. One. There's another one for you. So many. So many. See, the point I'm trying to make here, and it's pretty obvious to anybody, uh, all of these people. Now, what, Jim Morrison, you have to send me that like he's not on the pool. Did we leave him off the pool?
11: Uh, you need to check.
1: We left Jim Morrison off the pool? That's my bad. I was not, You're right. We did leave him off the yep. pole. What a jerk I am. That was the first yeah, one came to my mind. mind there. Huh? Nice research. <clears throat> yeah. Up yours. <laughs> go back to Cuba, okay? Go back with you. Take, take your key and your bananas. You and Ileana elope and go back to Havana. I'd like to see where Fidel would throw your ass. Anyway, Jerry Garcia, it says. Oh, no, Jerry Garcia, well, he, he never do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Jim Morrison. Mitch, I apologize, and thank God he packed in, because we'd have done the whole pool, and not had Jim Morrison on there, although, quite frankly, he's still alive. That's another one. Kurt Cobain and Jim Morrison, all these cults, and, of course, Elvis. That goes without saying. They're all still alive. They're probably having a big party right now. They're probably doing roids, probably injecting each other right now. You think? That's how Elvis got fat. He stopped. Hey, Elvis, you fairy! So that's the deal with all these hearings and all this other baloney. And the reason for the poll is because, like I said, there's 80 zillion people who are admired by young people, emulated by young people, rock stars, movie stars, all of these people, big-name celebrities, TV celebrities, drunk, drugs, uh, slime of the earth, and yet we're not having any, thank goodness, any congressional hearings about that, and shouldn't. And we shouldn't. That's not what we pay these jerks to be doing with our tax money. They shouldn't be having the baseball hearings either. That's that's what I just said. That's my my point. In other words, words, you're just catching on to my point. No, I got you. What did I say yesterday? These hearings are absolutely uh, unacceptable. Unnecessary and unacceptable. It's crap. Just again, goody two shoes pandering, which is why several of these people just made their flowery little speeches. And I was kind of concerned, like that one black uh, Democrat. I don't know what her name was, a simpleton. I was kind of concerned. I don't know if you're going to answer or not, if anybody has anything to say, but I was kind of concerned. I mean, this is the kind of stuff like like, like you'd see on uh, what's that show at a broad sit around, that stupid ass show, that Barbara Walters show. The view, the view, the view. Yeah, that—that's the kind of crap. I was kind of wondering, uh, you know, if you're really as fat as you look, honey. Wow. And you know something? The sad part of it is that America is so brainwashed that they believe this they—they they really believe this crap. Just like they were showing on CNN this morning, they were showing the tape of them pulling the statue down, which was not nothing more than a a photo opportunity for CNN. It was all done with the, with, with a bunch of henchmen. And they're going on about that in the hole in the ground, you know, where they found uh, Saddam, which we now know is a bunch of crap. The media is not only sick, but the media—almost all of these people—belong on death row.
9: You are listening to Neil Rogers on five sixty six
3: QAM.
5: This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain.
3: You failed.
5: Any questions? All the world loves a cloud. So this April Fool's Day, this radio station is going to make a fool out of you. That's right. We're going to turn you into a laughing star. <laughs> <laughs> Just be the 10th caller when you hear this sound. And we'll yank your pants down around your ankles, tie your hands behind your head, paint a smiley face on your butt cheeks, and lock you out of your house. You'll be the center of attention in no time. Remember, they're not laughing at you. They're laughing with you. With you and your butt cheeks. <laughs> Employees of this radio station are not eligible to be made fools of since they've already done quite a good job making fools of themselves every day on the air. Employees who nevertheless wish to drop the pants in public are encouraged to do so after
7: leaving the station property. Oh Be oh, oh. in April. you cool. People are for your chance to win.
1: 1102 at 560 WQM. Happy Friday to you. I mean, you know, that one uh, congressman, one guy from Massachusetts, I guess, was um, you know, reading that little ascent thing from Jose's book. But I'd like to know how come uh, they didn't read the paragraphs that I just got through, and especially that last one. We're only really getting started on the national conversation. What I'm hoping for is that some forward-looking voices will come out and urge baseball to embrace the potential of steroids and fight for their place in the game and in our lives, Huh? See, this is what Congress does. They're a bunch of mealy-mouthed wussies, man, who, the, the overwhelming majority of them, who just sit there. It's like they're, they're, they're uh, awed to be in the presence of these super jocks, and especially the God Squad representative, Kurt Schilling, the unctuous Kurt Schilling, with all uh, every other word was either God or the Republicans, which, of course, nowadays, it's the same crap. Man, I especially like the part where Sammy had to have his lawyer read his opening statement because Sammy knows speaking English too well. But that didn't bother Ileana, man. Rosanna Dana. How, how can you people have any conscience and find that somebody like that bitch is, represents part of South Florida in Congress? How is that possible, huh? It is absolutely Incredible. unacceptable. Anyway, don't get yourself all excited. Okay. 5670560, pound 560 on a Verizon and Singular Wireless Line. Maybe some of the people watch that. Maybe they have some thoughts, or maybe not. Or maybe they got some more dead people for our pool.
7: Perhaps. the,
1: the druggies, huh? Perhaps. Perhaps, or maybe not. Or maybe they just don't give a flying leap. WQAM, Hello.
12: Oh, yeah, this is Jason in Hollywood. Yes, sir. Yeah, I want to talk to Neil. You're talking to him. What do you think, Neil, about uh, the Robert Blake gets off and they convict little (laughs) Kim?
1: That was the best call of the year. All right, it's only the middle of March, but that was the winner. We're going to send you a zillion dollars in uh, play money. That was good. <laughs> yeah, and Paula Abdul, she may be getting in big trouble too. By the way, got all those stories. But I don't want to read them right now because Miguel got really
0: bent out of shape.
1: Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a Verizon and Singular wireless line. Don't forget that attorney for the Bakley family says he's going to wipe that smile off Loretta's puss. That's what he said. WQAM, hello.
12: Yeah, hey Neil.
1: Yes, sir. Uh,
13: it's pretty amazing that they want to protect young high school kids. Yeah. Because they're draft
1: age. Yeah, that's right. Keep them alive. We need them.
13: Keep them alive so you can ship them over there to be blown up.
1: For our fodder. For our fodder.
13: Yeah, for the oil that we're not getting.
1: Fodder for the mill, right. Yeah.
13: Okay, take it easy. And by
1: the way, don't forget, I want you to say it. Thank you, Mr. President, for these low gas prices.
13: Absolutely. Thank you, Mr. President, for the low gas prices. Prices are higher in California than in Hawaii.
1: In California, that's right. We could be uh, over there. Okay, thanks a lot, Pally. Okay. See you at the pumps. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and Singular wireless lines. This is what you wanted, America. This is what you got sucked into. It, baby, you're paying a wicked, wicked price. There's people dying a wicked death every day, and the House of Representatives is holding hearings, talking to a bunch of illiterate jocks about crap. Should we put an asterisk next to the record? And Mr. Seelig, are you really as dumb as you appear? And uh, the only thing we have to fear is Donald Fear. Get out of here with his crap. Oh by the way, they had some more NHL meetings yesterday. Anything happened? No, no they hate each other like poison even worse. Good. Yeah, the NHL and they they reduced the uh, salary cap. Off. They reduced it from forty two out of thirty seven million. So as far apart as they were before, just forget about it. That's all. That's my best suggestion. Just forget about it. Just send some more money to Alan Cohen so we can buy a bunch more racehorses. He likes it. WQAN. Hello.
13: Hey, Neil.
1: Yes, sir. Uh,
13: I don't know if you touched bases on this, but I was listening to Mo Howard David yesterday. Yes. He said that an FBI
12: agent uh, 13 years ago told Major League Baseball that he had a steroid problem. Yeah. Uh, wasn't President Bush part of the Texas Rangers uh, ownership group in that time?
0: He, he owned it.
12: Yeah, so he, he, right. he should be sitting before Congress,
13: too. Yeah, well, hold and, your uh, breath,
1: Tally. I'll, I'll call you up as soon as uh, that hearing takes place. That was one of the things they pointed. They kept trying to say is that the owners knew about it, and the managers, and every people all over the place, the trainers, and uh, and of course, Kurt Schilling. Oh, I don't know nothing. Nobody knew nothing. I didn't hear about these things. He's too busy reading his Bible, Kurt. He don't have time for that crap, for this garbage. Now, an hour and 53 minutes from now, if it weren't for all this right-wing hysteria about Terry Schiavo and his grandstanding of theirs, and they're sticking the federal government into the state of Florida's affairs, if it weren't for that, she'd be having that tube removed. It would take some time for her to die and finally have some release and relief. But that ain't going to happen now, because the right-wingers are going to show you just how much they care about life. Or maybe they're just trying to like, remember when the first President Bush said he didn't like broccoli, remember that? Yep. Maybe now this Republican group is trying to say, well, we changed our mind, like Jose, we like vegetables, after all. We love them. QAM, hello. Uncle Leo. Yes, sir.
14: I think that the Congress needs to start doing something a little bit more
13: productive. How many freaking people get killed by alcohol? No, forget, mm-hmm. a, forget cirrhosis. How many people get into a car crash and just kill, like, 20 other fucking
3: kids?
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Very well said. A little bit too much emphasis on the uh, kids, but nevertheless. A little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit over the top, but I uh, I appreciate his uh, emotion. 567, look at the emotion of this crowd, man. Are they whipped up to a frenzy about this or what? No. No, and I didn't expect so. You see, the Ileana Rosanna Dana thing, I want you to explain to me. I, I guarantee you there are people listening right now why you would vote for this insane person. For this ultimate panderer. She is the ultimate. I mean, all people in politics pander, but she makes the others pale into insignificance. A one-note Johnny. Like I said to Hank, they could be talking about what kind of are you're going to eat on Forum, and somehow she would tie that in to a Fidel and Cuba. She could tie anything into that crap. They could be talking about drilling in Alaska for oil, and she would tie that into Castro and Cuba. That's all she knows. Ileana Dana. She is my least favorite person on the face of the earth. Come, even W I like compared to her. Wow. Even Ann Coulter, I like compared to her. She is the Antichrist, Rosanna Dana. Well, how do you read it, Phil? She's the, uh, let me say it again, she's everything that is wrong in Dade County wrapped up into one piece of pus. That's her. WQAM, hello. Nice call, that was her. WQAM, hello.
13: Yeah, Neil. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, talking about stupid things that our government is doing. Yeah. Uh, I'm a, I am I adopt and uh, take care of greyhounds. And the, an interesting article came through, I think. Kansas State
12: Legislature. This is a state where they raise a lot of uh, greyhound racing.
3: Uh-huh.
12: Has, has passed a bill saying greyhounds are not considered dogs
13: because they are not raised as pets and do right. not uh, and, and are not under the regulations that are regulated. Well, that's Kansas. That's what do you expect
1: in Kansas? They're still doing their creationism thing. They're a bunch of Neanderthals. <laughs>
13: no, a bunch of morons. But I thought you might find that interesting.
1: No. Okay. Thanks. Five six seven zero oh five. Did you find that interesting? No, not even remotely. But he thought I might. Qam Hello.
12: Hey Neil, how's it going?
1: Pretty Is good,
3: it, Pally. What's up?
12: Isn't it great that our tax dollars, our hard work, all the problems the United
13: States has—we're talking about these dumb jocks. I say, let them stick the needles up their
1: ass.
3: Oh!
2: <laughs> all right. Excellent job.
1: Hey, he was fired up. There you go. And pissed off. 5670560. Oh, well, at least we got somebody down there with a little bit of emotion in that otherwise. Hey, it's that heat, man. The heat, the humidity. It's, not all that. You know, it's, it's actually a nice day today. A little windy. Well, today after all the rain, my God. I, from what I'm hearing, it's a miracle you haven't floated away. It's almost like a tsunami. That's next week. <laughs> no, It hasn't been raining like nonstop for a couple of days until today? Yesterday, all day. Now see, that was a bonus for me because on TSN here, which carries a lot of ESPN programming, they were carrying the hearings and they were going to like cut away at four o'clock to the golf, that Arnold Palmer golf crap in Orlando. And there was Arnie. They showed him with his, with his pants up to his knees and they're uh, waiting around in the, in all the water on the greens, you know. I mean, get a life already. Will you please, Mr. Palmer and Mr. Nicholas, although we shouldn't pick on him. I your grandkid uh, drowned, you know. But even so, it just, uh, that really angers me too. It's people who just fritter away their whole lives on cockerai like that, like golf. What did you do with your life? Oh, I uh, was into golf. Yeah. WQAM, hello.
14: God can save you and
0: the baseball.
1: WQAM, hello.
0: Neil, it is so amazing that our government made so much money and time trying to save a vegetable. I don't get it.
1: Yeah. First they're worrying about steroids in baseball. Now they're worrying about saving
5: vegetables.
0: There, there's a, there's a huge article in, well, it was in yesterday's Sun Sentinel. It was in the opinion page. It should have been on the front page about this whole mess.
1: Yeah. And
5: nobody's
0: gonna read it. Nobody cares. Of
1: course not. They're oblivious. Your government is frittering away your money like it was come out of a faucet somewhere. They're like peeing it right down the drain, man.
0: You know, they talk about separation of church and state, and, you know, the federal government does its thing, and the state government, it's a bunch of hooey. Uh, exactly, as somebody I know would say. Thanks a lot, Pally. Good right. luck. I'll
1: see you right at the border, baby. I'll see you at the peace, Bridge. Oh, well, there's Terry. Attempt, but I'm going and to there's Ricky Sanchez and
13: Terry Schiavo. There's Attempting everything. And if we just do Ileana, there would be
1: everything we're po'd or about. All wrap them in one decisions picture.
0: Or rulings that have been made by courts. How often do we see something like this? And, and guess who else he's got on there with him? Kendall, hold the coffee. Almost unheard of.
1: And just as we've seen this agonizing personal debate between husband and parents, a legal I mean a political debate between right to life and death with dignity, we're now seeing an evolving constitutional debate with the courts on one side of it saying this is the kind of personal individual case which the courts are to decide, the legislative branches on the
13: other. And our history and our traditions say the courts don't tell presidents how to conduct war, Congress whether or not to raise taxes, hmm. and the legislature doesn't decide the life and
1: death issues, the human rights inside of an individual court case. There you go, nice going, Kendall. He finally said something good. Your you to Neil Rogers, President <laughs> on
9: five sixty
8: Q A M. and say cheese.
2: Never washed his hair, or seemed to have a care, Cobain. His name was Kurt, now he's pushing up dirt, Cobain. Wiping drool from his chin, doing heroin, Cobain. Nirvana was hot, and now it's Kurt, they ain't got, Cobain. He got high, said goodbye, then he died, Cobain. Made a million an hour, never took a shower, Cobain. He's a number one hit in heaven's big mosh pit, Cobain. (laughs) He'll meet Elvis the king and say grunge was my thing, Cobain. So if you're filled with doubt, don't take Kurt's way out, Cobain. He got high said goodbye then he
1: died. Oh, ah! 11:19. Let's take a look at that poll see how it's percolating, okay? We got too many things going on all at the same time. You know, we can walk and chew gum at the same time, maybe, or maybe not. Some. we got 446 vote. Who's your favorite all-time celebrity who died from drugs or booze? Not necessarily, I mean like immediately, but you know as a result of. Got it? Got it. Got it. John Belushi, 129. Jimi Hendrix, 54. It's no contest, just like yesterday. And uh, Elvis, 49. Chris Farley, 44. Marilyn Monroe, 21. Kurt Cobain, 21. I think he's still alive. Or no, he's got to 14, sorry. Lenny Bruce, 12. Janis Joplin, 11. Uh, William Holden, 11. Jim Morrison, 8. We apologize again for putting him on there late. He'll win, don't you think? Sure. Uh, Charlie Parker, 8. John Bottom of Led Zeppelin, 8. Sid Vicious, 7. River Phoenix, 7. Jack Kerouac, 7. Uh, Keith Moon of the Who, 6. Judy Garland, 6. Jerry Garcia, 5. Hunter S. Thompson, 5. Freddie Prinz 5. Dee Dee Ramone, 4. Joey Ramone, by the way, died from lymphoma. Just in case you were wondering. Did you know that? No. Shannon Hoon. Stop that. Well, I'm doing that.
10: Blind Melon has 4.
3: Oh. You you not All right.
1: I love it. Anyway, uh, he uh, has four. Shannon Hoon, old dirty bastards got three. Don't let me forget to play that bit. Bon Scott from AC/DC's got three. Bobby Hatfield of the Righteous Brothers, Billy Medley and Bobby Hatfield of the Righteous Brothers, who make me want to puke. Three. Andy Gibb three. Steve Clark and Def Leppard two. Rick James one. Brandley and Noel Sublime one. John Phillips, Mamas and Papas won. Frankie Lyman of the Teenagers, we know who gave that vote. Right. The Frankie Lyman blow up dog guy. Brian Jones of the Stones won. David Ruffin won. Montgomery Clift, he's got one. Drew Ferry. Uh, Gene Vincent and Phil uh, Lynn off of the uh, Thin Lizzy. None. None for Gene Vincent. B Bopalula. Do you remember that? Of course not. Do you remember Be Bopalula on Capitol Records and Gene Vincent? He Absolutely. was a big in his time for about five minutes. Let's see, here's, oh, thank God somebody finally responded to my pleadings, my screechings about this crazy-ass bitch. She's a congresswoman, my, like my little dog was a congressman. I think Tiny would have probably said something that made more sense.
4: Oh, it was Cuba and Fidel, and uh, Raffi wouldn't play. She makes a
1: speech. This isn't a place for grandstanding and speeches <laughs> about Cuba. The it's camera a place was on. hearing. What? The, camera yeah, the cameras are rolling, that's right. Here's a fact. that says, I couldn't agree with you more. Oh, this is from University Dodge. Must be from Kimba Bocamp. Kimbo Bocamper. How you doing, Kimbo?
5: He needs to go back to school.
1: Who? Kimbo. Why is that? Because, because he... of the spelling is bad? He... I got news for you. He makes more sense than you do. <laughs> he says, I couldn't agree with you more about Ileana Ross, bitch. He should go straight to hell and take all of the Diaz Bullarts with her. So no matter how you spell it, if you are... Absolutely
14: correct, sir. sir.
1: Whoever this was at University Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We love you, Kim. You're pretty weak on the air, but we love you anyway. You're a good guy. Plus, you don't mess with him. He's just too big. Oh, good luck, is too big, huge guy. Now, here's the latest in the not so greatest on the. I try to keep you up to date on this. Not that anybody cares. I don't care. I, who cares about her already? You know, I care about her as much as I do about the steroids. As a deadline looms, U.S. Senate Republicans sought to keep severely brain damaged Terry Schiavo alive today with an invitation to bring her to Washington, and an attorney for her parents said they hoped the move would buy them more time. They're supposed to remove the tube at 1 p.m. Oh, we're going to be here right in the middle of this. Isn't that exciting? Very. The Senate Health Committee has requested that Terry Schiavo and her husband, Michael, appear at an official committee hearing on March 28th. Earlier today, a House committee was issuing congressional subpoenas to stop doctors from disconnecting the tube. Michael Schiavo has waged a year-long battle, years-long battle with his parents-in-law, contending his wife has been in a persistent vegetative state, Florida, since 1990. We would not uh, not want to live that way since 1990. Fifteen long, excruciating years, and they won't let her die. Courts have cleared the way for him to remove her feeding tube as early as 1 p.m. today. The tube has been removed twice in the past and then reinserted as the battle continued. I think that Tom DeLay ought to take that tube and put it right in his and That's it. It is a contempt of Congress to prevent or discourage someone from following the subpoena that's been issued. David Gibbs, an attorney for her parents, said that's what the, what the U.S. Congress is saying. We want to see Terry Schiavo. We want to hear her testimony. Just like that. Wouldn't that be great? In fact, maybe
5: we can get her in Helen Keller. She won your heart in the miracle worker. Despite her handicaps, she left behind a lifetime of achievements. And now, with the discovery of rare audio tapes found in a basement somewhere in New Jersey, Def Jam Records makes available to you. Helen Keller sings the
7: blues.
5: There you go. There's Terry. Oh, man.
1: That's her testimony. Anyway, what are you, I don't know what you're uh, yucking about. What are you yucking at? What, what's she going to say? Huh? The family is prayerfully excited about their daughter going before the U.S. Congress for the whole world to see how alive she is. Oh, yeah. We've seen how alive she is. Uh, he said that despite her brain damage, she would be able to travel. A statement from the office of House Majority Leader Bill Fist of Tennessee today said the purpose of the hearing was to review health care policies and practices relevant to the care of non-ambulatory people. And, of course, there's certainly no grandstanding going on here. First statement noted, it's a federal crime to harm or obstruct a person called to testify before Congress.
5: Oh,
0: man, oh, man.
1: What has happened to the U.S., eh? It's really sad. Howard David joins Sports USA Radio Network. Absolutely. Mo joins Sports USA for the 2005 season as the lead play-by-play announcer for the network's weekly NFL and college football broadcast. He comes to the network following three seasons as the voice of the NFL Miami Dolphins and lead radio voice of Internet Football for the Super Bowl for six seasons. David's resume also includes stints as the broadcast voice of the Jets, Boston Celtics, New Jersey Nets, and Milwaukee Bucks, currently host a daily talk show at
5: do, 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 do,
1: do. W-Q-A in Miami. <laughs> That's on radio and records. That's nice going there, Mo. The Mo Man. Jim Sarney writes, well, he writes that thing about Mo Howard-David. There's a comfort level and appetite I have doing radio on the national scene, Mo says. And then Jim Sarney writes, forget about Mark Vandermeer's the Dolphins' new play-by-play man. On 790 The Ticket, Vandermeer signed a three-year extension with the Houston Texans. The former U.N. announcer did NCAA basketball Thursday on ESPN 1400, reminding local listeners just how good he is, and he is. Boog Shambi, who may now be the frontrunner for Dolphins' job, did his first baseball game for ESPN this week and will be on again Wednesday when ESPN 2 does the Cubs Diamondback game.
5: I watched him on ESPN 2 already. Was he good? Yeah, he did well. Loves Boog.
1: Well, you didn't say that very enthusiastically, Josh.
5: No, I think he does a great job.
1: He does do a great job on baseball. Wednesday, when ESPN 2 does the Cubs Diamondback game, he'll be on again. Shambi will work with Rick Sutcliffe and Steve Stone. Steve Stone? you fairy. And then uh, Jim Sarney who's a little bit behind the time. Jim Andich appears to be out his Dolphins a list Well, we know that. I'm sorry. It's not appears to be. He's out. You're out, Jim. Sorry. We say that with great uh, sadness and dismay. And, of course, to show how stupid the parties involved there were about that deal. And that business about them calling him up uh, two nights ago at home, giving him that uh, ultimato. Can you, can you imagine
6: that? Giving them the
1: business. Yeah, giving them the business. But uh, Unless you do a talk show for us, you're off those Dolphin broadcasts. Hey, see, to me, that's contract tampering. They already know he's signed five more years of QAM, and yet they're calling him up, giving him ultimatums. I'd sue their ass over there, okay? I'd take their ticket and stamp it and then stick it right where the moon don't shine. That's right. 27 past 11 at 560 WQM. Hey, even after all this time, some of you are a little queasy about buying a bed over the phone. I can't imagine why, because I've been doing it for a long time, and a lot of other smart folks at QM do the same. When you call 1-800-MATTRESS, the number for dial-a-mattress, you'll find out they've got the most liberal exchange policy, so there's absolutely no risk. 1-800-MATTRESS has got more repeat customers than anybody else in the industry because they do it better than anybody else. Once you try it, I guarantee you'll never go back to a showroom again. You'll get no nonsense, no runarounds, no showroom shenanigans, no rip-offs, just factory-direct prices on the best brands you know, trust, and love. When you call one 800 Mattress, you'll be calling the company ranked number one in customer satisfaction. They carry the best names in the universe. They got them all. Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coyle, Tempur-Pedic, and Stearns and Foster Hewitt. And Dollar Mattress offers no payments or interest now until 2006. What's not to like? Call Dino Mattress toll-free, 1-800-MATTRESS for all the details. Like I said, I've been using them for a long time, as has Moe and George and Miguel and Fatboy and all the smart folks at QAM, all satisfied customers. Call them today or log on to their website, mattress.com, for the best sleep you've had in a long, long time. The smart, the easy way to get you a great night's sleep, 1-800-MATTRES. You are
9: listening to, to Neil Rogers, Rogers. exclusively on
3: 560-QAM. 2
9: Friday, you bastards!
5: Oh, how about a David video? We got a little change of pace here. Bruce Willis will be joining. <laughs> My daughter's in pictures, you know. She waits for the prestigious Miramar pictures. But shut up! Bruce Willis is on the phone. <coughs> Why, you, Mr. Willis? Said it. How do you do? Welcome to my show. Yeah, right. Oh, and what a wonderfully glistening body of white you do have, sir. Yes. Joyzy boy, huh? Yes. Yeah, not for Brooklyn. The garden spotted a while, didn't it? Except that I dined at Bath Beach with the bad fish. Uh, By the way, something. Yes. You're in that business, man. Yes. Yeah, you, you know how it is. Oh, yeah. Did you ever work with uh, Raymond and the Bird? Uh can't say right uh, now. Oh. Uh, why? Well, I just, uh, I did not know he was gay. He was gay? It's hard to believe, but, uh, gay. So? You know, one of those things, you know, when I uh, drive home, I have to pull off the road to think about this, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Next movie, Hit a Bomb. I hope. I Favorite cheese. Well, thank you, Mr. Willis, for this uh, Illuminati call. Yeah, cool. Yeah, Mr. Personality. Oh, uh, how'd you like to be Bruce Willis for a day? Grief? I'd love it. Uh, You're you're so stupid. You are. You're gay.
1: You fairy. 1133, 27 noon at 560 WQM. We got Moat 2, Mad Dog at 4 from Publix. 601 South Andrews Avenue in Fort Lauderdale. You going to go over to see him? No. Well, why not? I'll be busy. Curtis, 7 to 10, 80K at 10 o'clock. Doing what? Chasing uh, Josh's mother around the building. By the way, I want to apologize to Josh Curtis's mother for uh, making those comments last week because I didn't know. Why didn't you tell me that? I thought you knew. Although compared to Doreen, she's probably pretty hot, I would think. Uh, no comment. <laughs> I'm not asking you. I'm asking Miguel. Geez, I'm not going to ask you to say your mother <laughs> is pretty hot. That, oh, geez. <laughs> conjures up some really nasty images. You ask me uh, what guys look better. And then you've got you know, something to say about it. Like Jose Canseco or Kurt uh, Schilling. Uh, David Letterman and his girlfriend thanked law enforcement officials for uncovering a plot to kidnap their 16-month-old son from their Montana ranch, saying they were forever grateful. Isn't this heartrending? whatever that means? The man charged yesterday with hatching the scheme, Kelly A. Frank, worked as a painter with the talk show host, 2,700 acres spread near the rugged Rocky Mountain front. The 43-year-old Frank, according to the police, had planned to hold a boy and his nanny for $5 million ransom. What a slime ball. Kelly A. Frank. I wonder if he's kin to Del Frank. In a statement issued by the publicist for Letterman's production company, Worldwide Pants, Letterman and his girlfriend, Regina Lasco, praised the FBI and local authorities. We will forever be grateful for their tireless efforts and determination to vigorously pursue their situation, the couple said in a statement. They also said, (coughs) Stephen Rubenstein, a spokesman for Worldwide Pants, said he couldn't comment on whether Letterman's family was in Montana at the time of Frank's arrest. The host of CBS's Late Show taped three programs earlier this week, but the network's coverage of the men's college basketball tournament preempted this Thursday and Friday shows. Well, that's the problem with CBS. they got them college hoops on there nonstop. Bop, 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 bop. It's just, no matter what you want to watch, it's just not on there because they got, like, West Wichita State is playing Boise State, the uh, girls' school for the blind. I mean, you know, come on already, okay? It's very important. Oh, that's, I forgot about that. Neverland Housekeeper says kids drank and slept with Jackson drank a lot of that Jesus juice getting spread around. Michael Jackson's former housekeeper described Neverland Ranch yesterday as a place where children became wild during long stays without their parents, drank booze in Jackson's presence, and often slept with a pop star instead of in their assigned guest rooms. But under cross-examination, the woman testified she never saw Jackson serve alcohol to minors. Additionally, she said she believed the accuser and his brother were staying in guest rooms, not Jackson's room, during the time the boy says he was molested. Testifying in Jackson's Chabalot Station trial, Kiki Fournier said Jackson would focus his attention on particular children. All of them were boys between 10 and 15. Huh. She said the string of boys included movie star Macaulay Culkin, the accuser in the current case, and his younger brother, a boy whose family reached that multi-million dollar settlement with Jackson 93 after alleging molestation, and Frank Tyson, a Jackson associate now in his early 20s who has been named as an unindicted co-conspirator in the current case. The indictment goes on and says that. but uh, Fournier worked at the Jackson home for about 12 years before leaving in September 2003. Also yesterday, one of the investigators who searched Neverland, Sergeant Con Abel of the Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Department, testified that he found books with nude and semi-nude photos of adolescents in the restroom at Jackson's office, and the office also contained surveillance equipment that could be used to monitor phone calls. However, under defense cross-examination, he could... He said he could not say for sure whether it had ever been used. Didn't know whether the equipment could be bought legally. Also conceded it could have been used as part of the security system at the ranch. And a partridge in a pear tree. Now comes the most important part. Biggest story of the day. Forget about those steroid hearings. Forget about Terry Shiawell in that vegetative state. Little Kim faces jail. Oh,
4: my God.
1: Right? Isn't that the most important story of the day? That's right. Poor Kim. Like that guy that called all bent out of shape about how Veretta gets off, but Little Kim may be going to jail. And quite frankly, after those pictures we had on there, was it yesterday, Josh?
6: No, it was uh, a little Two days early. ago. Yeah, two days
1: ago. Oh, brother, she belongs on death row after that. No, in fact, George does for putting that on there. She is nasty. I don't why are well, you
6: gonna Huh? That's why he's not here.
1: No, and George is suspended for putting little Kim on it. Yeah, let's <laughs> play the game like they used to on the first game. George is in rehab. Or, you know, or George got so many votes on the poll yesterday about you hate him that uh, he's not here today. He's, he's home licking his wounds. He needed that break. Right. He's not even here to hear the uh, story on the uh, swapping, on swinging, wife swapping. We'll get to that. Rapper Little Kim is expected to be sentenced to jail time after being convicted of perjury yesterday in New York. Oh, no. How can this be? The pint-sized performer who won a Grammy in 2001 for her performance alongside Pink, Maya, and Christina Aguilera on the song Lady Marmalade. And if I ever see that video again, I will absolutely bust my TV screen. (laughs) Don't you hate that? Yeah, it's pretty weak. Oh, and and you know when I was in Amsterdam, that's when that was out the summer a couple of years ago, whenever the hell I was. And every no matter which MTV channel or music uh, video channel, and there must be fifty of them over there. Every two minutes there was.
4: Oh
1: jeez. be happy that we're playing a video. <clears throat> they play a lot of videos over there. That, that that's where you find out what music's all about when you're like in a place where they play music videos, as opposed to the U.S. where they just have a bunch of stupid so-called uh, you know reality shows. Yeah right. Anyway, she was being tried for obstructing the course of justice, conspiracy, to commit perjury, and making false statements. The charges stem from her connection with a shootout between her entourage and associates of a rival hip-hop artist outside New York radio station Hot 97 in 2001. Oh, it's those East Coast rappers and the West Coast rappers again. Oh, man. Prosecutors allege that the singer lied to them during their investigation and during grand jury testimony. I wonder what old dirty would think about this, you know what? Yesterday, the singer beat the obstructive justice charge, but was found guilty on three counts of perjury and one conspiracy charge. The singer told prosecutors she was wearing dark glasses and therefore did not see her associates, Damian Butler and Sweet Jackson, take place in the shootout. But several witnesses placed the two at the scene with her. Though she left the court silently, the 29-year-old rapper later released a statement saying the verdict left her disappointed. The rapper will return to court June 24 for sentencing. She faces up to five years behind bars for each count. How do you like that? Veretta, Bobby Blake, he walks free, and poor
0: little Tim, she's going on the inside. You
9: are listening to Neil Rogers exclusively on five sixty
7: Q
3: I was standing there one day, not thinking I would die from being able to make doo doo doo.
8: I should never eat Big down. A Big Mac must be trapped inside my bowels
3: ah. <laughs> How can you die from infected bars?
8: parts? not oh, let put your doctors in Now my heart stops
3: You shmutz at cyanide
8: for my intestines out <laughs> I guess I should have known what to expect Living in Miami With the kind of service you get in this town
3: I would have to leave tomorrow If I didn't eat that crab i swallow Why can't you let me So you can ask Why can't you lose us Get it right
8: My power's were block Inside my hiding can't make my head
5: go out. Rectum.
3: It's good, I'm dying <laughs> over here. 1146, another
1: good butcher job at Mount Sinai. 14 till noon at QAM. Five hundred and thirty-six votes. Who's your all-time favorite celebrity who died from drugs and booze? Let's find out when those congressional hearings are going to be about what's going on in Hollywood, what's going on in the world of music, with all these uh, pill-pop and druggies, huh? I mean, the, the notion that those hearings should have taken place yesterday is so ludicrous and so ridiculous and so totally unacceptable, there are no words to describe it. Leave it to me. John Belushi, 146. They love John Belushi. Jimmy Hendrix, 66. Elvis, 59, Chris Farley, 53, Marilyn Monroe, 26, Kurt Cobain, 18, Lenny Bruce, 14, William Holden, 14, Jim Morrison, 12, he's moving up there, he's climbing up the ladder, Janice Joplin, 12, Jerry Garcia, 11, John Bonham, 10, Charlie Parker, 9, River Phoenix, 9, Judy Garland, 8, Old Dirty, 7, you don't keep reminding me to play that
6: bed. About
1: 30, man. Yeah, remind me. Hunter S. Thompson, 7, Sid Vicious, 7, is Sid Vicious? Not no mo'. Jack Kerouac seven, Keith Moon of the Who six, Freddie Prince five, Shannon Hoon. Oh, (laughs) that just keeps going through my mind, you know. Lime melon, no rain. Let's play it right till two o'clock. What do you say? Get a forty share easy, maybe a fifty share. D.D. Ramon, four. Bond Scott from ACDC, three. Bobby Hatfield of the Righteous Brothers and Andy Gibb, each had three. Andy Gibb. Uh, Bradley Noel of Sublime and David Ruffin, two. David Ruffin, temp, uh, Temptations, Steve Clark, Def Leppard, two. Rick James, one. John right, Phillips, yeah. one. Mamas and Papas, one. Phil Linnet of Thin Lizzy, one. Am I saying that right? Lynott, Linnet, Lynott, Linnet, Linnet, yeah. Why not? Sure. Dr. Bob Arnott. Frankie Lyman, one. Brian Jones of the Stones won. Montgomery Clift you fairy had one, and Gene Vincent don't have any. Bebop Alula—they don't know who he are, Gene. They nope. don't remember you at all. What kind of a name of a song is that anyway? Bebop Could have You had Ricky Nelson and Bebop Baby, right? And then you got Westlife with Bop Bop Baby, but you had Bebop Alula with Gene Vincent, and they're having hearings on steroids. Five. Five six seven 0, 5, 60, pound 560 on Evil Ride. I think that Congress is on drugs. I think that anybody who votes for Ileana Rosanna Dana has got to be on heavy, heavy medication, has got to be taking tremendous handfuls of pills and drugs and get all kinds of shots in their Correct ass. Them. You've got to be a lunatic. What is wrong with you people? WQAN, hello. You
12: QAN. Your- hey, Neil!
1: you have a chance to hear our five-year delay? Yes, sir.
11: How are you? What do you
1: got?
3: Come on.
11: Listen, man. I adopted a uh, a
12: small dog, and I'm really upset that the government is, is worried about the steroid use.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's put him on the list. Wow. Yeah.
1: WQAM. Hello. Hey, Neil. That must be Ted Junior. Yes, sir.
14: Now, now that George is on vacation.
1: Yeah. Now that on... George is on vacation with a phony voice. Okay. Why don't you go back, you limey bastard, and elope with Miss Michael? Okay. You idiot. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
14: Your show takes four commercial
12: breaks every hour, Yes, Phil Henry takes six.
1: Yeah, so who cares?
12: Just want to let you
1: know. Don't care. Don't care about Phil Henry. Are you sure? In the least bit. Don't listen to him. Don't care. And now that, that's a really important call, isn't it? Here's a, here's a guy that's got such a life. I have no life. He's line. counting the commercial breaks each hour. Well, he just thought he'd let you know that. Oh, I see. Well, I'm so delighted to have that very important information. And you wonder why Ileana Ross and Rosanna Dana (laughs) represent South Florida? Listen to these calls. That will tell you everything you need to know. Everything you need to know you will learn on this show. Believe me, everything, not most everything, every single thing you will need to know, especially about the South Florida uh, mentality, about the people who inhabit that place. Not this place, that place. I say proudly and with great relief. WQAM, hello.
12: What about Johnny Cash?
1: Yeah, he had a little problem here and there along the line. He walked the line, a fine line, but not fine enough, you know. He was a mess for a while. Yeah, he was, uh, had some problems. I think that's a good choice for the poll. Thanks a lot, pal. At least, at least he broke the monotony there, okay? Johnny Cash, what do you say? I say yes. He's on his way. He's on there. He is on there right now. He walked the line, old Johnny Cash, he couldn't sing, and toward the end he was looking really bad. He kind of looked like, oh, and they got uh, Terry Schiavo's brother on CNN who's going on about how vibrant she is, and she's very much alive, and the media's painting a bad, and while he's talking, they're showing her, and she's not on any kind of life support. I guess the feeding tube is not considered life support, is that what he's trying to say? Because if they remove the feeding tube, she will die in a very uh, just a few days. But He claims she's not on any life support, whatever he's saying. But she's very vibrant and very much alive. He said they hit her with five shots and she's still alive.
11: That's
1: what he said. WQAM, hello.
11: Yeah, hi. Yes, sir. I, I also do a, a talk show, and I wanted to compliment you. What do you mean you
1: also do a talk show? What does that mean? Who are you?
11: My name is Steve. I'm calling to pay you a compliment. you want to hear it?
1: Go ahead. But, I mean, you see you also do a talk show. I mean, that's provocative.
3: Where do you do a no, talk no, show? I no, don't, I don't, no, I'm
11: not here to plug myself. I want to, to compliment you that when you picked up on Bebop Bapalula, that was the late Steve Allen's biggest bit on the history of his TV show. Yeah, he read that off there. Used to be a I forgot the name of the magazine.
1: You, you do a talk show where? Here in town. On a radio station in town? Yeah. On a real over-the-air radio station?
11: Yeah. And who are you? My name is Steve Sheldon.
1: Steve Charlton. Sheldon. Oh, sh- Charlton.
11: Sheldon. Like in Sydney, Sheldon.
1: Oh, Sheldon, Sheldon, Steve. Yes. What station are you on, Steve?
11: Well, i was on Waxy for five and a half years. You know, they switched and I'm on 1080.
3: 1080? What's that?
11: It's all Spanish, but it's 50,000 watts, and it's the only thing I could get.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, good luck to you, Steve, and say hi to Steve Allen, okay? I think you'll be joining him soon. How do you like that? Was, was that incredible or what? Hey, that's this day has been so smoking, man, I can't even begin to describe it to you. Between that very first call, which was so good I forgot what the hell it was. It was sensational, but I forget it. Is that the one about Little Kim?
7: Yeah.
0: Forgot the first call, all
7: right? It
1: was Little Kim and, uh, and, uh, and Barretta. And now this guy, uh, Sidney Sheldon or whatever his name is. Sheldon, uh, is Seymour Sheldon Solomon. He's on uh, 1080. 1080 on your... Oh, I forgot to ask him what time he's on so we can be sure and miss it. 10 to 2. There you go. Hey, listen, we can't compete with uh, Toast O.J. and Omelette and uh, Grits and uh, whatever. Can't compete with that crap. You'll see. And Sheldon. And Sheldon. And we got Jerry Springer now. we got the booster. Man, they're just piling on now. How do we stay uh, on the air? How do we do it? I'd just like to point out that Lynn Samuels is on Sirius Radio every day. And Lynn, even though she is a friend, she's she's a broadcaster like, like uh, Josh is an expert on body wash, you know? <laughs> Yeah, in other words, she like you, she just kind of, like, dabbles around with it. But she's on serious. So they obviously need some serious help. And yet I haven't heard a, a discouraging or an encouraging word from a certain somebody, you know? Nothing? Norma? Haven't heard a word in the last uh, 24 hours. There's something really rotten uh, in Denmark. That, that's okay. We'll keep fumbling our way along. I'll have enough money to take the woodbine and make my contribution. I'll, I'll somehow get through.
0: I heard somebody at here show the other day. Who's that, Norma? Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. No wonder you sound yeah, off too. your feet. Yeah, right Neil. Yes, sir. That's Reverend Jones. W-Q-A-M, hello. Out there. W-Q-A-M, hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
14: Hey, man, last time I was taking a walk, and I true what you said. People here are like such jerks, man. You can't even walk. with. They will say something, you know, like uh, call, you know, like obscene names. Really? People here are like uh, jerks, you know. I can't wait to get out of here, you know.
1: Well, good luck to you, Pally. Okay, All I'll right. see you on a banana boat. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty. 560 They are whipped up about these uh, ROID hearings, man. I am telling you. In fact, if they really wanted to get the attention of South Florida, if they had hemorrhoid hearings, I'm sure they would get a much bigger <laughs> attuning audience than they got for these steroid hearings. But Hank, you know, talked me into watching. It. Oh, you will watch. I know you will. And, and I wouldn't have watched. But I came back from lunch and I turned the thing on. And quite frankly, I couldn't turn it off. I could not turn that thing off. You were hooked. I was absolutely hooked. From no Sammy question. Sosa.
3: Absolutely right. Oh
1: no, Sammy Sosa. Uh, I love you, Miami. I don't know. I I don't know. I can't say. I don't know. I can't say. <laughs> I, I don't speak in English. Uh, he. Would, I mean, what was he even doing there? What was he even doing there? And Mark McGuire, would you know? As soon as he started out with the tears and the money, he's raised three million for children abused children. I, I don't want to be here. Uh, yeah. On the advice of my attorney, I'm, I, we're not here to talk. I'm not here to talk about the past. I'm not here to talk about... Hey, how are you feeling, Mark? I'm not here to talk about the past.
7: Hi, Homer.
1: It was yesterday, Wednesday, Mark. I'm not here to talk about the past. WQAM, hello.
13: Hey, Neil. How are you doing today?
1: Pretty good, Pally. Hey,
13: Neil. As, uh, I haven't been listening listener all day. Was Dean Martin put on the uh, pole?
1: He died, for, uh, died from booze? He didn't die from booze.
13: He had a few in his time. I was no, sure. No, that
1: was a that was, uh, big put-on. That was all part of his stick. He didn't part die from shows. booze. Yeah. yeah.
12: He's the real guzzler, I
1: thought. Trust me when I tell you, pal, he Sinatra drank a lot more than he ever did.
12: Well, him and Jerry, man,
1: they made a heck of a team. Yes, Jerry. they did. Have a like great a day. Couple... Well, Jerry, of course, he uh, he really became big in the industry. Although, I think his head is back to about two-thirds, uh, kind of like a melody. I like ah. watching
3: the bottles and all I can do, is for to do and speak my point of view.
9: We're listening to Neil Marshall
8: and about Birdman. Oh yeah, I want to hear Q-A-M. Q A M. A gorilla with soap made from Jews and listening to the Roche, Roque Munista hour. Hey, guys!
10: All right, let's play. Who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> Puff Daddy, sitting in the chair. I'll call you, Puffy. Yo, yo, man, yo, yo. Are you ready? Yeah. Here's your $100 question. Finish this nursery ride. All right. Hickory Dickory blank. Is it A, dock, B, pier, C, marina, or D, inlet?
9: Whoa, man. This is the $100 question right here?
10: You're kidding me, right? This is $100. For $100.
9: This ain't the million-dollar question?
10: Well, this is the first one. It's only for $100 Is this a black thing? Would you like to use a lifeline? Yeah, alright,
13: what do I got? What do
10: I got? Well, we have the ask the audience, the 50-50, and the phone a friend Ask the audience Nah, too many white people in here Uh, 50-50 ain't gonna help me
9: Oh, you know what? I'm gonna phone a friend
10: Gonna phone a friend on the $100 question finishing the nursery ride Yeah Alright, who are we gonna call, puppy?
9: Oh, my boy, old dirty
10: bastard Old dirty bastard? Yeah, dirty we call him our friends from at t will get Old Dirty on the line, and hopefully he can help you. Yo. Old Dirty. Yeah, man. Regis Philbin from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. How are you? Hi. Got your friend here, Puff Daddy. Yo, Dirty, what's up? What's up?
4: What's up? What's up? What's up?
9: What's up? What's
10: up? All right, all right. Uh, old... What's up? Old Dirty, uh... Puff Daddy's in a little bit of trouble here on the
5: $100 question. <laughs> hey, the first time, man.
10: First question, and uh, the next voice you hear will be his. He'll come on the line. He'll ask you the question. He'll give you four possible choices. Are you set?
14: Amen. Hey, man.
10: Next voice you hear will be his, and 30 seconds begins now. What's up? What's
9: up? Yo, dirty, finish this off for me, all right? Hey, Amen. Hickory dickory blank is it. A, Doc, B, Pia, C, Marino, or D,
3: Internet. Oh, oh. Come on, man. I don't got much time. I know this, man. I know
9: it. I think it's Pia. Pia, you sure? About about 30, man. This is a lot of money, man. About 30. All right, man. Thank you very much. All right,
10: man. Time's up. Uh, Old Dirty said Pia. You still have two lifelines left. We are on the $100 question. You know what, Regis? Want to poll the audience?
9: No, i like to add a lifeline.
10: Uh, actually, no, there's only uh, three lifelines. You've used one, you have two left. No, no, no.
9: I get another
10: lifeline. It's a brand new one to the game. And uh, what is that, Puffy? It's called Shoot the Host. Puffy, you can ask the audience. I call it Shoot the Host. Puffy, use the 50-50. What's the answer? Puffy,
9: it's Doc. It's A. a. It's done! My final answer is done! It's done! And it's a good one! You got $100! Run you, run you, white boy! Run, run! 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 You're a bastard! It's uh, 1204 at 560 WQAM.
1: About 30, About 30 man. 30, man. 567. <laughs> hey, don't forget to play that, by the way. Thank you. Five six seven oh, five, 60, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Rival signs. We've had not one person call this show who admits to ever voting for Ileana Rosanna Dana. I mean, realize, for the most part, they that's not our crowd. Show. Huh?
7: They don't listen to your show.
1: I just said, it's, for the most part, it's not our crowd. But I guarantee you there's a few out there. I bet you there's... About 30, man. And believe me. 5670560, pound 560 on the Verizon and singular wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir.
11: Neil? Yeah.
14: How are you doing?
1: Okay, how are you doing?
14: Great. What I was thinking was uh, Sam Kennison?
1: Yeah, Sam Kennison is excellent. That's a good choice. You know. And thank you so much. Uh, you have a great day. And goodbye. Sam Kinnison. what do you say? It sounded like I was eating on the phone, which I don't want to hear that. Although, I did just have me a delicious piece of Asiago cheese. A what? A piece of Asiago cheese. Have you ever had that? That's, That's like man. It's good. It's Oh, it is great stuff. WQAM, hello? Now that the
12: lawsuit is in full swing. WQAM, hello?
1: I want your proof, Nelly. WQAM, hello? He's on Sundays, 3 to 4. W- WQAM, Hello? Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
13: You know, I think they should implement a steroid drug test, or not steroid, just a drug testing policy, just in the whole U.S. Congress. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I the last I think that's the best idea I've
1: heard, yeah. The,
13: I feel like the last stock of the world. I mean, that is the best we got. I mean, you ask someone a question, but you don't have, you tell them they don't even have to answer it. Yeah. And it's, just, it's like a big show.
1: Yeah, of course, it's just a dog and pony show for the cameras, that's all.
14: I mean, who voted for these
1: people? I want them to... to, to, to your neighbors, know man. Your neighbors, your cousins, your uncles, your monkey's uncle, your uh, everybody, your uh, distant relatives, they all voted for these people. Well,
14: they, they, they should be drug tested,
1: too, then. <laughs> a top advisor to Senator Hillary Rodham Clinton thinks fellow Democrat John Kerry ran what was basically an inconsistent campaign for president last year, according to a published report. Clinton and Kerry are considered potential rivals for the 2008 Democratic presidential nomination. I mean, if Kerry really believes that he's going to run again, all I can say to that is,
4: oh my holy God.
1: moly. The Kerry campaign had a different message every two or three weeks, and Lewis, director of communications for Clinton's political action committee, told Forward a weekly New York City-based paper aimed at a Jewish audience. Boy. Lewis is quoted as saying the Kerry campaign kept trying to rationally convince to put a presidency together line by line, plan by plan. She said people don't vote for plans, they vote for presidents. Asked about the forward report, Lewis told the AP that her comments reflect general post-election conversations about campaign strategy that were discussed throughout the party. I worked very hard for John Kerry's election, Lewis told the AP, saying she was deeply sorry he lost. It doesn't sound like the Ann Lewis I worked with at the Kerry campaign in 2004 said Jenny Backus, a Kerry political aide, after reading the forward story. Kerry and Clinton are very close, Backus said they're working together on a lot of good bills. He's uh, doing a big fundraiser for her in Boston. He had a lot of big fundraiser for her in Washington, D.C. As Senator Clinton said after the election, she thinks John Kerry ran a strong campaign, said Clinton's spokesman, Philip Rains. Right. Hank Scheinkoff, a veteran Democratic operative, said Lewis's comments are not helpful to Hillary. What Hillary needs is a smooth playing field, he said. All this does is create waves. Don't make waves, baby. We want a real smooth playing field. And, by the way, Hillary. You fairy. Five six seven oh five sixty. Pound 560. Oh, there's Terry Rhymes with uh, the ferry
3: Court basically asking that the federal court here in Tampa review the actions by the state. What they are trying to do is put anything in motion, anything at all, that will guarantee that doctors do not cut off her food. It went on long, in the basket.
1: You were thinking that, weren't you? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I five, was. Six, seven, oh, five, 60. Yeah, well, we got 51 minutes. And uh, not that we're counting or anything <laughs> like that, right. Fifty-one minutes until they're supposed to take out that tube. And if Ileana was anywhere nearby, I could tell them exactly where to stick it. Rectal. Okay? They don't want to talk about her, okay? The most embarrassing person on the South Florida landscape. There's nobody even close. Even your fat-ass Governor Jeb isn't in the same league with her. She just gives me spilkies, man. She takes my guts and twists them inside and out. You could tie them into a knot. WQAM, Hello.
12: Crow's on steroids.
1: I shot him up. Yeah, good. Keep keep at it. Just make sure you don't come back. WQAM, hello. Yeah, Neil, uh,
13: Sam Kinison was killed by a drunk driver.
5: I don't think he belongs on the poll.
1: Yeah, but Sam Kinison wasn't, uh, yeah, well, that's okay, whatever. I, see, I don't have the uh, background. I don't have time while I'm on the air. That's why I did my research last night on these other ones.
13: Yeah. I was okay. his last opening act on his last New York State tour.
1: Really? Doing what?
13: Sir, I'm a comedian.
1: Yeah. Do we know who you are? I doubt it. Are you on with that Sam Shapiro guy on the weekends on ten? No, I'm not. No, well, if, you I'm get, not. if you work real hard, man, maybe someday. Okay, thanks for the info, pal. Yes, sir. Sam Kinison was hit by a drunken truck driver. Okay, he didn't die from drugs, even though, of course, he did a lot of drugs. But besides, get him off of there right away. See, this is what happens when we take the word from the audience and we don't do a lot of heavy-duty research. Right. I'll have to see if uh, Eric is there. Oh, yeah, he ought to be there by now. It's 1209 for crying out loud. Yeah, I'm sure he is. I'm sure Eric is there right now, working feverishly on uh, whatever he's doing, trying to make a couple of bucks, rob a couple of nickels together. John Belushi, he's got this one won. I hate the ones where the you know the winner isn't it, but it's a good battle after that. Who's your all-time favorite celebrity who died from drugs or booze or as an after result? John Belushi, one sixty-seven. Jimmy Hendrix, seventy-six. Elvis, sixty-six. Chris Farley, sixty-one. And then it's way down after that to Marilyn Monroe, twenty-nine, because we all know she was killed anyway. Kurt Cobain, 19. Jim Morrison, who we put on late. We apologize profusely, Jim. He might be listening now. He's got 18. Lenny Bruce, 17. William Holden, 17. Janice Joplin, 14. Jerry Garcia, 13. Yeah, Garcia is okay. It's not their best flavor by a long shot, but it's okay. I do, I do. I, I really hate Haagen-Dazs. I'm so mad at them, I could just... Uh, if there's one thing I cannot stand, unlike Kirsty Alley, it's cookie dough. Oh. Well, what is the big deal with cookie dough? No idea. In fact, the one person I remember who I worked with who just loved cookie dough was Rick Riley. And that, that's right up his alley, man. That is his taste. He is the definitive goy, is Rick Riley. I mean, cookie the, dough. The, the ice huh?
5: cream The ice cream's okay. I mean, it's not
10: It's
6: not bad. Ha-
1: all haagen ice cream, is, there is one word to describe it, okay? Watery. Real ice cream isn't watery. Right. Even if you put it in the microwave and nuke it for a little while like I do to, like, soften it up so you don't have to, like, you know, attack yeah, what's it. Like, turn
0: on your freezer a little bit. You, oh, well, you freezer? Put it in, you Who the it? hell
1: puts it in my freezer? Are you dreaming, Mister? What? What? I never get ice cream. I never have it in the house long enough to put it in the
3: freezer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, mu- you must be on drugs, man. Let's get some steroid <laughs> test <laughs> going. The store and eat it all. To put it in my freezer. You fairy? Yeah. What are you thinking about? <laughs> God, you're crazy. Oh, sorry. It comes out of the bag and It goes right into the microwave, and that's it. Sixty-seven seconds for a pint. I don't want to go into a quart and beyond that. Oh. 67 what? Sixty-seven seconds? In the microwave. Well, the that seems thing. like a lot. No, it? it's not, though. That uh, doesn't melt. Because it? when you, will you listen to me, when you buy it from the supermarket or convenience store, most of the time it's really frozen very hard. It, it's like a rock. Yeah. yeah so, but the means... time you get it home. It's softer already. No, I, my, my places are very close by. Believe me. I run back to the house. I race. <laughs> especially <laughs> you if you're on the first time? Just about. <laughs> No, you, you, in other words, you never took my, uh, ice cream and put it in the microwave to nuke it a little bit to soften it up? You've never done that? No.
4: Oh, jeez. Oh, my God.
1: you probably eat that dulce de leche stuff a lot of treatments, That is sucks. such swill. That's good. Have you ever had that, Josh? No. Don't. Good. Try Don't. it. Don't. It's not good. It's crap. I remember when I started talking about fish food on here, and all our Cuban friends were calling, well, that's a good stuff, Neil, Ben special." But I'll tell you, that new Dulce de Leche, uh, yeah, oh, it's haggardot, oh, wow, it's right watery, there. it's crap. Oh, man, even Elsie, the Borden cow is embarrassed by that crap.
9: Get you a life, baby. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Friday, you bastard. Hello, Jenny. I just lost. Fifteen pounds, just seventy-five to go. Cus alley, how'd you know it's me? You're crazy. Better put that fettuccine down. And it went for a teeny and lasagna. Uh, Cus alley, baby. <sniffs> when am I getting my dessert? Craig, cause you're big and round, I like to consider myself pleasantly uh,
3: plump, uh, uh, uh. you are still pretty in your lame-riding shirt, hey, you're damn sexy in your triple X
9: big hoop skirt, it's actually not a hoop skirt, it's form fitting. sexy, isn't it, oh, to i So. Oh, yeah,
1: she's about as sexy as a humongous uh, fine melon. It's Anyway, I'll tell you one thing. The same people who voted for Eliana Rosanna Dana, they're the ones who eat dulce de leche. Uh, I'm telling you that right now. I mean, I just did an exhaustive study on it. I went online and I examined it. Did you try Huh? Did you try it? I have tried it. Okay. Back in the day when they first called in, and this coming at a time when I was discussing Ben and Jerry's fish food, and to discuss Häagen-Dazs dulce de leche at the same time that I'm talking Ben and Jerry's fish food in the same breath is like it's blasphemy. It's like talking George W. Bush in the same breath with Franklin Roosevelt. I mean, just it is absolutely unacceptable. Speaking of unacceptable, wait till you hear this about, and speaking about Bush and right wing lunatics, Austin, Texas. The Friday night lights in Texas could soon be, wi- be without bumping and grinding cheerleaders. Legislation filed by Representative Al Edwards will put an end to sexually suggestive performances at athletic events and other extracurricular competitions. It's just too sexually oriented, you know, the way they're shaking their behinds and going on. Recto. Breaking it down, said Edwards, a 26-year veteran of the Texas House. And then when you say to them, don't get involved in sex unless it's marriage or love, it's dangerous out there. And yet the teachers and directors are helping them go through those kind of gyrations. And he's getting all worked up about it, evidently. Under Edwards' bill, if a school district knowingly permits such a performance, funds from the state would be reduced in an amount to be determined by the education commissioner. I guess by the same number of dollars, uh, X number of dollars per each shake, right? Yeah. yeah. For every bump and grind. Edwards said he filed a bill as a result of several instances of seeing such ribald performances in his district. J.M. Ferrius, owner of Austin Cheer Factory, said cheerleading aficionados would welcome the law. Cheering competitions, he said, penalized for suggestive movements or any vulgarity. Any coaches who are good wouldn't put that in their routines, he said. And most girls cheering on Friday nights were trained by professionals who know better, he said. I don't think this law would really shake the industry at all. In fact, it would give parents a better feeling, mostly dads and boyfriends too, he said. Although cheerleaders must meet the same no-pass, no-play academic requirements of athletes, cheerleading is not a competition sanctioned by the University Interscholastic League, the governing body of Texas High School of Sports. The UIL also does not have performance regulations for squads who cheer for the teams at state championships. I think it should have been cut out a long time ago. Edward said it needs to be toned down. When it's out, tone it down. Cut it out. Don't say leche in my ass. 5670560. Oh, Pound 560 under Verizon and singular wireless lines. WQAM, hello.
13: Why would Brian Murray have sex with me?
1: WQAM, hello.
13: Hey, Uncle Neil, happy Friday. Yes, sir. Okay. Hey, I always put my ice cream in the microwave. you got to look it up for a couple seconds. It tastes better like that. Right. Hey, have you? I know you like the heat bar. Have you ever tried the heat bar ice cream with the uh, the, sure, shell, the candy yeah. shell that you pour on it?
1: Oh no, that, that's nasty. Being diabetic, that would put me into a coma. <laughs> I, and I couldn't good, do that. Yeah. Even even I couldn't handle that. All uh, right. Well,
13: hey, how about a poll about best ice creams?
1: Okay, Vanilla's going to win, man.
12: Oh come on.
1: Uh, hey, hey, trust me when I tell you, I will bet. I'll bet Matty Bell's life on it right now, without even thinking about it too long.
12: I uh, will have some of
1: this weekend, man. Okay, See we'll it. work on it on Monday. Yeah, yeah. Vanilla ice cream, any kind. You know, am I right? Any kind of vanilla ice cream? Vanilla ice cream wins hands down. It is the most widely bought ice cream, not in America only, but in the world. In really? the world. And by the way, again, going back to the poll today, and to the musicians and the actors and all these celebrities, far transcending because baseball, to be very honest with you, has lost a lot since that last strike. Uh transcending baseball by a million miles, just like the NFL passed it like it was standing still for America's real pastime and favorite sport. The Actors and movie stars, singers, all of these people, musicians, rock stars, these people are a million heads and shoulders in terms of influence over young people than, than baseball players. Can we agree on that? Yes. Is there any debate about that? No. With kids? With young people. They're talking about teenagers, high school baseball players with the steroids, High school kids, adolescents. Who do you think you're more into, musicians or baseball players, universally, all around the world? Yeah,
6: musicians, no doubt.
1: Okay. Not talking about little kids. I don't think we have too many little kids doing roids. Although yeah, at Neverland, at Neverland, I understand some of them have them. I'm not really sure where they came from.
14: WQAM, hello. I'm Detective John Kibble.
1: WQAM, hello.
14: i know. I like to change the subject.
1: To fun yeah, of I bet you would, Reverend Jones. Change the subject to what a jackass you are. We all know that already, though. And have a wonderful weekend. WQAM,
0: hello. QAM.
13: Yes, I'm holding for Neil. Speaking. Neil. Yeah. Uncle Neil, it's Marcelo. How are you, sir? Neil, I just wanted to tell you, it's
1: the old salad guy. Just mentioned his name a couple of days ago. I wasn't trying to say we need to dig you out of the woodwork somewhere, Marcelo, with your challenge. But uh, there he
13: is. Oh, did you? You did mention my name. I I Get out of here! Don't tell tell me you don't know that. What? I haven't been able to hear you as much as I used to.
1: And why is that, Marcello?
13: Well, I've been busy. Uh, different schedule. I'm out on the road more in the uh, morning. So yeah. I haven't been able to catch up. But uh, I just wanted to tell you, I'm the number one biggest fan of Jose Canseco now. I adore him, and I bought a blow-up done. I will spend the rest of the week. And, and, and why is
1: that? Day. Because he's full of crap or because you're t- doing roids? Is that it?
13: N- no. I, 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 To be honest with you, I think he's telling the truth. I want to see that uh, they're talking about a pay-per-view where he go, goes under a light detector on pay per view. So,
1: Can I ask you a question? Will you listen to me? Because I know you're all whipped up into a frenzy. You must be on some kind of drugs. Will you listen?
13: Okay, I'm only kidding, Here
1: is a man who peddled a book, who peddled a book and goes in front of Congress yesterday, and because he doesn't want to go back to the slammer for a probation violation, he says the book took two years to write, and now he's changed his mind, and you're singing his praises, and you want to blow up, No, doll. I'm
13: only kidding. You, but I, I do think then there what is... What the hell are you talking to... about? No, I'm only kidding, but I do think there is some honesty behind some of that. And the the only good thing about it is it'll clean up the sport, even though I don't think steroids... uh, Are
1: you listening to this show? Yes, sir. He says, what I'm hoping is that some more intelligent, forward-looking voices will come out and urge baseball to embrace the potential of steroids, to fight for their place in the game and in our lives. And you're kissing Jose... What?
13: No, I agree with that. I agree with that, but as far as... You agree with not... what?
1: You agree no, with I... what? That the people in baseball ought to come out for steroids? Well, no, but that the truth should be known.
13: Did you hear Did you hear anything that I just got to... Have you voted for Ileana ross Leighton? Never. can't stand yes, it. Yes, you have. I can't stand it. Have you, ever... Have you
1: ever had Haagen-Dazs dulce de leche ice cream?
13: Uh, never.
1: Don't worry. I, ah, I, I, yeah. I it's had fish food. food, though. Yeah. No,
13: I stick to fish food, I swear to you.
1: See? But you better.
13: Yeah, yeah, that goes back about ten All years. All right, call, call me
1: again in ten years, Marcelo. Not too soon. Now, did you did you hear that? Did you follow that? I read him something very clear, very specific, and don't let the words confuse him, man. America, the land of the dumb. You are
9: listening to <coughs> the with Neil Rogers exclusively on
6: 560
0: Uh,
6: what's the problem, officer? Deploy from the vehicle.
5: If you're caught driving without a seatbelt, you will be removed from your car and shot. The police now have the authority to enforce seatbelt safety under the new Patriot Act Two, The new law is in effect now, so click it or be shot. Officers don't like doing this. They are only following orders. It's for your own protection in the never-ending fight against terrorism. Terrorist acts such as mouth noise, purping and farting could be annoying to others. So under Patriot Act 2, eating will no longer be permitted in restaurants. Anyone eating outside the designated eating area will also be shot. It's the law. The law. We like saying that. The law. The law. The law. The law. The law. The law.
7: The law.
5: The law. I
1: bet you're getting a little panicky there when he made the reference to fart sounds, but that's been defarted that uh, bit by Boca Brian.
0: So. You got gotta cover. Speaking of eating, yes, Tony. I, a Tony's I beg your pardon,
11: Tony's
9: Pizza. Tony's Pizza.
1: Oh, thanks again to Brad at Tony's Pizza. He is the heat of man. He is just great. He's our new hero. Well, has been for a long time. Always comes uh, through for us. Always feeds the whole entourage. Never asks for anything. Never uh, comes in and like tries to get free plugs. Never uh, you know bugs the crap out of us, huh? Good people. They are great people right up there on 441 at 190th, is it? Something like that. What is it? Uh, It's right on the box. It's on your side of the box there, of course. on the box, John. 9329 Northwest 2nd Ave. Thank you. There you go. Lawyers and Michael Jackson's child sex trial expected to argue whether jurors should hear testimony from another accuser who claimed he was also molested by the start age 13. If admitted, the evidence of the 1993 case, which was never publicly heard, could prove crucial at the trial of the pop star who was accused of filing a now 15-year-old boy two years ago. And by the way, this is the AP version of the same story about the, um, the former maid, Kiki Fournier.
11: Yeah, she's uh, now, coming out with some stuff now.
1: Now, I remember earlier it said uh, that most of the uh, boys that uh, he got close to and invited to sleep were between 10 and 15. She now says that Jackson picked some children over others to spend time with him. All boys aged between 10 and 13. And that number keeps going down, just like the boys keeps going down. See what I'm saying? No, what do you think? Full of crap. 10 and 13. Paula Abdul may be charged in karma's hat. See, first we got a little Kim, and Bobby Blake just got off, and now we're going to have a civil trial on his ass. Prosecutors are considering whether to file criminal charges against singer Paula Abdul for an alleged hit-and-run freeway accident last December. Frank Mattelhan, city attorney spokesman in L.A., said a Mercedes-Benz belonging to the American Idol judge clipped another car December 20th on the 101 freeway in the San Fernando Valley. The driver apparently failed to look while changing lanes and didn't stop to exchange information. Nobody was hurt in the accident. The driver and passenger in the struck car took down the Mercedes license plate number and photographed it with a cell phone camera. The plate was traced to Abdul. Abdul was out of the country yesterday. Could not immediately be reached for comments that her publisher Stephanie Scher. How do you like that? Speaking of California, by the way, and again, we've said it a couple of times today, but you can never say it too much, especially for that one punk. You know that Marcello thing? The, yeah. that, that's typical. Why does he have to lie? I haven't heard from that guy since IOD. He, I don't think he ever called me on this station, ever. And I made some. Remember, Josh? I made some comment the other day about the uh, marshmallow and the shallots from IOD. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden he calls, and I said, "Oh, you must ah, uh, now you talk about me? Oh, Come on, marshmallow." Didn't hear that though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. You're so full of it, man. You have got shallots coming out of your ears. You used to bring shallots in to be healthy, but they were the ones with all the marshmallows in. The, you know that? What do they call that stuff? Marshmallows. Yeah. In a salad? Yes. Come oh. on. Okay. The the little marshmallows, the little tiny ones. Okay. They have a name for that. Anyway, it's, it's all, it's like pure sugar, the whole thing. It's like, uh, you know, diabetics nightmare. So well, thanks a lot, mother I mean, that, that conversation, that and Iliana Rosetta, I mean, that epitomized all these years I've been on the air in this town. Right there. Now, getting back to California. Are Californians ready to pay $3 a gallon for gas? Some already are. How do you like that? Oh,
4: my God.
1: The 76 Union Station on Pacific Coast Highway in Malibu is doing brisk business, despite self-serve pumps selling regular unleaded at $3.05 a gallon and supreme unleaded at $3.15. I think what they mean is premium. Supreme unleaded? Well, whatever. For Malibu residents who don't want to step out of their luxury cars, in other words, full-serve, which I, does anybody even do full-serve anymore, unless you're like a real idiot? No. No. But those who want it, Full pumps are selling fuel at three dollars thirty three cents for regular and for high test three dollars thirty eight cent. Thank you, Mr. President, wow. for three dollars thirty eight cent gasoline for those low gas prices. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mr. President. You ferry. Yeah. Goodbye to, huh?
7: Goodbye to that Corvette.
1: Huh?
2: Goodbye to that Corvette. What about
1: it? That, that's why the I'm never A- there. That's why I don't drive it all that much, because I can't afford to put any gas in it. I'll tell you it's in pristine condition, ma'am. It's in pristine condition. If you ever need anybody to, like, drive it around, you know. No. <laughs> no. Who is your all-time favorite celebrity? Now, you haven't seen my uh, my red one, the new um, the 2005. It's a red one? The keyless entry. Yeah. It's cool. Not, not your regular Corvette red, but like a new red that it came out with, like metallic red. Oh, man.
11: Well, you bring keyless it entry.
1: It. Keyless entry. As long as you have the key, like, in your pocket, the door opens, you sit down. No key, no ignition. Very nice. You press a button, it starts up. When you get to where you're going, you press another button, and the engine shuts off. When you walk out with a key in your pocket, automatically you get a few feet away from it, the doors locked. How do you like that? Nice. It's for lazy slobs like me. Anyway... Your all-time favorite celebrity who died from drugs and or booze, and we are not going to have any congressional hearings about this. And the reason I'm doing the poll again today, if you tune in late, is because these baseball hearings yesterday, one of the most embarrassing episodes in the history of the United States Congress, of which there are so many, and now we got the uh, Terry Schiavo thing today. It just never ends. Important business they just can't seem to get done to take care of really important issues, to take care of people. Can't do it. But they're going to protect all these kids from steroids. Yeah, your mama. Who are you kidding? John Belushi, 183. Nobody's going to come close to Belushi, man. Not even close. Jimi Hendrix, 85. Chris Farley, 71. Elvis, 71. Marilyn Monroe, 29. See, it's way down to Maryland. They killed her. The Kennedys killed her. Jim Morrison, 22. Kurt Cobain, 21. Bill Holden, 19. John Bonham, 18. Lenny Bruce, 17. Janice Joplin, 16. Andy. Oh, Andy Garcia, that's wishful thinking. Oh, sorry. Jerry Garcia, 15. You like Andy Garcia? Yes. Like I said, sorry. Yeah, you and George. It's a Cuban thing. we Cubans. Cubans. Uh, Old Dirty's got 12. See, it's a good thing I played that bit. We got Old Dirty moving up. River of Phoenix has got, uh, where is he? He's got 11. 2 Garland, 11. Charlie Parker, 10. Everybody else, single digits. Even Sid Vicious has only got 9. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon Singular Wireless Line. Mo Howard David, the uh, new star of sports uh, in the U.S. What is that network? Whatever it is. Mulby along at 2 and then Mad Dog from Publix at six oh one South Andrews Avenue Fort Lauderdale four to seven, Curtis seven to ten, and K ten. That's it. No games today. Now what's the story on CBS? I'm sure they've already got some of those uh, games on. You think? Yeah, at noon.
5: Oh, yourself with a great tasting, less filling Miller Lite. Oh,
1: sorry, they're in commercial break. <laughs> oh, Florida's playing Ohio right now.
5: Up the strong
8: <laughs> on the floor, and it is out of bounds. Touched last by Ohio. Gamers have 16% of by the way. It's the Mariners' day of the day after St. Patrick's Day. The ability to convert. That's why zone is a dangerous weapon against
10: Florida. What?
1: <laughs> Where do they find these guys, huh?
10: He sounded a little like A little, a little back to St. Patrick's Right, clearly. a little
1: Dick Vitale on the, on heavy green booze. I don't know, but go for it. Is that the only game that's on? No, there's got to be some other game because that's in a Coors Light spot oh, right now. There's a bunch now. of games going on, but is oh. the
6: only game, you know. In our sports station, we get one game, so.
1: That's it? That's right. I got games up the old yin yang here, man. Well, you got all the I got channel. games all over the place. I got Gulfstream and Aqueduct Racing going on. He knows how dangerous this guy and others can be. We got the step there. He's looking for a cutter. Yeah, cut this. WQAM, hello. Yeah,
12: is this Neil? Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. I just, uh, yesterday I saw that Eliana Ross Layton is in line for the chairperson on the, uh, House International Relations Committee.
4: Oh, my God.
12: And I yeah. went to the website, and she's in charge of, guess what? The Middle Eastern International Relations. Oh, yeah,
1: that makes a lot of sense to me. Now, when was Cuba in the Middle East? Did they well, I don't it? know.
12: I don't know. But the only thing is, is now we can answer what's the problem in the Middle East. Yeah. Ileana Ross-Layton.
1: It's her. If you ask what the problem is with anything, it's her. If you it's have bad, her. If you have bad diarrhea, man, she caused it.
12: Yeah, but yesterday was their day. It was Saint Patrick's Day, the Green Teeth Day, I think. You no, know I, I forgot
1: you. about that. That's right, I forgot that. Okay, Pally. All right. Good luck to us. Ileana Rosanna Dana, baby. You notice nobody wants to touch her with a ten foot pole after that performance yesterday.
9: It was Cuban. Cuba. Cuba. You know, five
1: minutes of rambling on with like her like a like an autobiography. And how much she loves Raffi and Sammy and Jose. You better go down there and talk to them kids at Coral Park High. And I went to school up the street, and everybody hates me like poison, and I'm a bubblehead, and Gilda Radner's rolling over in her
10: grave. You are listening to Neil My mother wishes it's I would cruelty. die with a death. Uh-huh.
12: And so
7: Neil God. Oh, God.
12: In the Banana Republic, baby. Only in Miami.
8: I'm Rosanna Tana Lakeman and I'm here to stay. Based only on my Hispanic sounding name, I'll be in office for life. And oh, it's all to you. The foolish can sit you inside, Panther, too. You're from a tiny little island that's maybe 20 feet wide. No one else cares why you're whining. Outside the day county line, I'm as Cuban as can be when it's expedient for me to be as Spanish, as promoting community panic for the media camera. And professionally, professionally look how I wear it on my sleeve like I'm your savior for your meaningless causes. And your abnormal behavior. You fairy.
1: Twelve forty-seven at five sixty WQM. And it's very timely that you send me this note here about Joe Costello being in town and says, "Hi, is he there?" No, he's not here. Oh, well, then wh- who sent this?
11: I did. Well, he's not like here in person. Oh, I see.
1: Hi, Joe. Well, the reason I say that is because Joe uh, does his uh, auto racing show on XM, right? And at one point, we discussed, uh, he, he brought it up. He called me. And, well, you know, XM needs some programming, yada, yada. But it looks like right now, because I just got an email from a certain Norma, and it looks like we're going to get serious, maybe. Good. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't you know, sound too excited said. about it. Don't sound like all too psyched and whipped up into a frenzy. Well, well he did, you know? not me. Now, uh, you know, Josh, you need to, somebody. You've been hanging around with Dave Van Boring too long, you know? <laughs> <laughs> First, you know. That, that's there the problem. Plus, that, that lady-like uh, body, that lilac body wash you're showering with now. I don't lilac? <laughs> Lilac. You know what you said? No. <laughs> oh, you said it smells like lilac or something like that. Just wash it off, okay? Wash it off and a soap too, and you'll just uh, be fine as wine. I'll oh, speaking wine. of that, wait, wait. See, this is America for you. Oh, and we got twelve minutes until they uh, remove the tube or not. We'll be right on top of that, baby. We'll be all over it like stink on Maddie Bell. Guess who's getting wedding uh, uh, proposals? Who? Scott Peterson. Of course. On Scott Peterson's first day on death row, two women called California San Quentin State Prison to say they were interested in marrying him. Police spokesman Vernelli Crittenden said about three dozen women called San Quentin with messages of support for the prison's newest bachelor, convicted and sentenced to die for the murder of his pregnant wife, Lacey. Two of them actually indicated to our staff their purpose for calling was marriage. He added that it's not unusual for inmates to get married while on death row. Peterson, wearing orange prison scrubs and shackles, arrived at the notorious prison about 4 a.m. Beneath his jumpsuit, he was wearing a bulletproof vest because of security concerns. It was removed once inside the compound. Crittenden said that as Peterson was placed into his 41-square-foot s- cell, he sat on his bunk and stared at the wall. Scott, I guess you want to lay down, take a nap now, an officer said. He responded, man, I'm just too jazzed to even think about sleeping. He's jazzed. He's too jazzed. And with that, the cell's metal door were locked shut, and the prison staff walked away.
4: Oh, my God. And that
1: was the end of that. One of the, uh, one of the guards turned around and yelled, You fairy! that was it. How do you like that? Two uh, marriage proposals on a f- in the first hour that he's in a slammer. And you think there aren't a lot of really sick... Ba- and you wonder why Bonnie Lee Bakley got hers, huh? You wonder why? She had it coming. I don't care what anybody says. It's one of the few things I agree with George wholeheartedly on. The bitch had it coming. And he knows about, uh, you know, that kind of thing. Does he? But that's what I hear. WQIM, hello.
14: Hey, Ania, good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon, amigo. Listen, at,
14: muy bien, muy bien. At seven mm-hmm. o'clock today, Ileana Roslet in a call, the three Cuban, so-called Cuban stations in Miami. Oh. oh
4: my god. Okay,
14: to give a report of what happened. Like, like I mean, she works for free, you know. They, uh, these three stations have two reporters in Washington, yeah. Liz Mundias Balada and her. And she, she said this, and I'm quoting almost, the most the most important part of what happened yesterday is when Rafaelito Rafaelito Min Palmeiro said that he will not play in Cuba where Castro is there.
9: Ay Dios mío esos carros.
14: Okay, that's what was the most important thing of the whole right.
9: Oh, yeah.
1: that was the whole. Isn't that what the whole hearing was about, just to make sure to get a few shots at Fidel in there? Oh, oh I thought that's God. what it
14: was all about. Oh, my God. Yeah, I not that she would
1: pander or anything like that.
14: But at three, three stations, between 7 and 7.30 this morning, queridos amigos. But that's and and, and, and you'll notice
1: there's now one person in this town who will call in this show and admit they've ever voted for her.
14: Oh, my God. She is in my district, by the way. Yeah. And, uh,
1: and you never voted for her.
14: Me? I will vote for King Kong if if he runs against her. She, yeah. she is embarrassing. She is ashamed. And if, if one issue person, nothing else, she hasn't done anything for that in 12 years that she's been in Congress. Uh, oh, by the way, have you uh, watched uh, Bob Schieffer
1: in CBS? I'm, I'm all done with him. But I he... watched him two nights, and when he said, Okie dokie. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. That was the end. That I went you, over to... He
14: said, thank you very much. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Oh, oh, that oh was it. Goodness. No I Never
1: watch CBS News oh again. Bob Schieffer is the Antichrist uh, man. We
14: are, we are thinking the same. Okie dokie.
1: He's a little too hokey, and o- i am o- sending him to Okie Finocke to the swamp.
14: O- okie
1: dokie. Hasta, hasta luego, amigo. And don't forget, okie dokie.
14: Okie dokie,
1: CBS. <laughs> Okie dokie, rubber ducky. Bob Schieffer, my ass. Well, Bob, I'm telling you, you know CBS has got... The CBS eye is crying like Alice in Wonderland, man. It's just pouring out the tears. They're going to drown in the sea of their own tears. You're like this story from Buffalo. There's not too much to like about Buffalo, I guarantee you that. Never been in Buffalo? Never. Josh? No, not me. <clears throat> Don't do it. I won't. A toilet. The oh, Buffalo? Thought,
11: well, yeah, I know what you're talking about.
1: What do you mean you know what I'm talking about? The TP? The what? Oh, where would you see that story? Ah, I have faith. Yeah, right. Reading them on our website.
0: <laughs> no, actually.
1: The Buffalo area's county budget crisis is taking a toll on the bathrooms in at least one public building in Buffalo. Erie County has had to slash 2,000 jobs and cut back on services in order to close more than a 100, $100 million budget shortfall. In the Rath Building in downtown Buffalo, workers report that the bathrooms aren't being cleaned or maintained, One long time worker in the building tells Buffalo's WGRZ TV that there's no soap, no paper towels, or toilet paper in the restrooms. Speaking of WGRZ, now is that the CBS affiliate, I wonder? Let me take a look. No, that's W V I V B. There's WGRZ right now. They got family feud.
9: How much money does the person give in church each week? You said fifty dollars. Wow, what a great (laughs) church. No. No. (laughs) Survey said.
0: Not too
1: good. Uh, anyway, that's WGRZ. Isn't that amazing? How could, you, how could anybody else in the world do that? Just pop it right w- on you. there. Paparazzi right on there. The Rath Building is home to many county offices, including the county executive, Joel Giambra, the Department of Social Services, and the Health Department. Here's the upshot of this story, which I nearly got sidetracked because of you. It's so bad, some county employees are bringing in their own toilet paper and other supplies. The workers told WGRZ it's like working in another country, a bad country, and that is Buffalo. (laughs) I rest my case. Oh, with all due apologies to Fat Boy and Woody Graber, man. That is, that's Buffalo, a turlet. 5670560, pound 560 in the Verizon and Singular Wireless line. WQAM, hello. Yeah, why is George so sort of a friend? WQIM, hello.
12: Hey, Neil, how are you? Pretty good. Hey, uh, I had a little radio accident the other day when you were doing yeah. the Hall of Fame poll, and uh, uh-huh. I was over there at 790.
1: Yeah. I'll do How come I can't hear this guy anymore? Is your phone crapping out? Hello?
12: you there? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, I lost you. Go ahead.
12: I'm sorry. Anyways, I flipped over there real quick, and this guy comes on with O.J. McDuffie, and he goes, you know, oh, that Ginger Rogers at 560, he says all you guys are terrible except for Joe Rose, and and O.J. McDuffie didn't say anything, and then they call her and goes, you know, I'm the worst chronic on QAM, I'm the Shamba guy.
1: Oh. So, oh, that's the best <laughs> news of the year. If we can ship him over there, man, uh, we'll have a made. It, please.
12: I mean, not only is he a circle jerk Julio faggot, chronic. Is he's not a sport, or He's not? Oh, no. Whatever. But you get the point, well, though. Sure. I mean, he's... He's harassing those guys, and he's not good. pranking you, man. Unbelievable. What,
1: what, what did I tell you? I've told you that a million times. The chronics, they don't have any loyalty. Anybody that will put them on and feed their egos and, and and try to give them some semblance of a life, they'll go anywhere that somebody will listen to them and put them on for five seconds or more.
12: It's tragic. And in, in closing,
1: hoo Okay, good choice. In fact, I'm not sure which... And then that will be a good poll one day. What's the best line by Al Pacino? Either... hoo Right. Or... You
9: fairy. You're listening to Neil Rogers, exclusively on 560 QAM. Yeah,
1: Yeah. there goes the audio vault. That was that? Yeah, that was that. See, I was having problems all day. Oh, no, and it just died? Yeah, it just was died. Was that the last spot in the break? Yes, it was. I'll be then. Well, I, it's, maybe it's a good thing that it died because uh, Terry Shibo's tube will not be removed.
7: Oh, well.
1: Pinellas County uh, Judge issued a restraining order, and they will not be removing the tube as we speak. How do you like that? So I gave us a chance to like break some hot news.
10: Oh boy, it's the one to two hour.
8: <laughs> a long, long time ago, it was nineteen hundred, and Jesse Helms was just a lad of nine. And no one knew what was in store Just ended the Spanish-American War So they partied like it was 1899 There were events that made you shiver But there were times we did deliver A promise that was kept With that famous one small step I can't remember each event or everything that man did invent. A century we will present, and this is how it went. My, my, how the time it did fly Since it started, some departed many tears we did cry For the century, it's time that we say goodbye It all happened in the blink of an eye A hundred years have gone by (laughs) It all started when two guys were right When they put an airplane into flight And the start of radio Sigmund Freud had his mom to thank And quantum theory and Max Planck And the Titanic, that story we all know Well, World War I, it soon began With shooting Archduke Francis Ferdinand Millions died from the flu it was brand new. And then Russia had its revolution. Panama connected both of the oceans. Monopolies we won't see again. A hundred years gone by. And we were singing my. It did fly Since it started Some departed Many tears we did decry For the century It's time that we said goodbye It all happened In the blink of an eye A hundred years have gone by Albert had his relativity They mass-produced The new Model T And the bird landed Near Paris then some moldy bread came, penicillin, Wall Street, and the Great Depression, and women would vote like you and me, and Germany's chancellor was sworn in, and World War II would soon begin, made Europe's sovereign land, the Project Manhattan, evolution trial. First look at TV, then the day that lives in infamy, a hundred years gone by, uh, 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 and we were singing, my, my, how the time it did fly, since it started, some departed, many tears we did cry, for the century, it's time that we say goodbye, it all happened in the blink of an eye, a hundred years have gone by. Will soon be winning, starting with the D Day invasion. But at what an appalling cost! In Russia, no one did the frost. In Germany, they finally lost. Discovered the horrors of the Holocaust. Batman, man, little boy, and you know, all the gate. Changed the whole world on that very day, NATO had just begun, and China ruled by Massachusetts Town, the first player in baseball that was black, Israel got their homeland back, Massachusetts elected Jack Gunn. hundred years gone by. Since it started, some departed, many tears we'd decry. For the century, it's time that we say goodbye. It all happened in the blink of an eye. A hundred years have gone by. Separate but equal made such a fuss. Gross too tired went on the bus. Polio cured with a vaccine us, get us big time with Sputnik. Our troops into Korea quick. Discovered the double helix scheme. Oh, JFK left us way too soon, but promised to get us all to the moon. Yuri is first in space. Yeah, the pill we didn't break. The French said we climbed into the night. Cuba's missiles gave us quite a fright. Southeast Asia is on to fight. A hundred years gone by. And we were singing my... Since it started Some departed Many tears we decry For the century It's time that we Say goodbye It all happened In the blink of an eye A hundred years Have gone by Neil's giant step Was the big news Roe vs. Wade Gave women right To choose Nixon resigns About Watergate Got the troops out of Vietnam. Had hostages taken by Iran. And a virus made us too scared to go dates. A test tube baby's held aloft. Some guy named Bill started Microsoft. Chernobyl explosion. The Berlin Wall gets broken. The USSR says goodbye, some students in China, they did try, seven died in the Florida sky, a hundred years gone by. Okay. And they were singing, my, my, how the time it did fly, since it started, some departed, many tears we did cry. For the century, it's time that we said goodbye, it all happened in the blink of an eye, a hundred years have gone by, by 30, man, we were singing my, my, how the time it did fly, since it started some departed, many tears we did cry. For the century, it's time that we say goodbye, because a hundred years have gone by. Oh!
1: Well, don't get a chance to play that very often, but I figured it's really long. Give me a chance to get all the stuff straightened out there, or not?
10: I was just going to say,
5: that was really long.
1: Um, and, yeah,
5: hopefully it works. Uh, it's looking good at the moment.
1: Do I want to try that? No, let's not do it. I don't want to. Here's the Terry Schiavo deal.
5: The beginning of a very
1: painful... I'll come back. There's Tom DeLay and a bunch of mugwumps. okay? A state judge today temporarily blocked the removal of the feeding tube that keeps severely brain damaged Terry Schiavo alive as legal wrangling continued over efforts by congressional Republicans that were testify in Washington. She's going to go up there and say, eh, which would be a lot better than the testimony they heard on the roids yesterday. I guarantee you that. Whatever she has to say or make a, a sound, it's going to be a lot more useful and meaningful than whatever was said yesterday. Very true. Pinellas, Pinellas Circuit Court Judge David Deemers ordered that the feeding tube remain in place past the 1 p.m. deadline, which, of course, it already is now, while fellow judge uh, George Greer, who is presiding over the Shabo case, deals with conflicting legal issues. The Senate Health Committee has requested that Terry Shabo and her husband, Michael, appear at an official committee hearing March 28th. Earlier today, a House committee was issuing congressional subpoenas to stop doctors from disconnecting the feeding tube that keeps her alive. Don't you see our fat-ass governor's fine hand in the middle of all of this? Yep. The hospice where Terry Schiavo lives received a subpoena late this morning. Spokesman woman Louise Clary said officials there did not disclose their next steps. At this time, we are monitoring developments and consulting with legal and ethical advisors to determine what to do, she said.
2: Committee hearing to be held March 25th at the hospice. Here on Capitol Hill, on the Senate side, meanwhile, an invitation for Terry Schiavo and her husband to appear. Yeah, I just got through saying that, then, oh. okay?
1: I'd rather hear the college hoops. It's on
2: Lee, Horford, Walsh, and Florida 32,
1: Ohio 28. I'm going to
12: continue doing great post. I'm going to to go to shop early.
0: <coughs> I've <High coughs> runner, nope, Lee, he tracks it down, hits it left, Walsh is fouled. Got it. Gators, we don't want the Gators, do we?
1: No, well, that's we right, do? we like the Gators. We better want the Gators. We want the Gators. Right, we love the Gators. Well, that's it's a Florida totally team. Weird. we got to root for the Florida teams. Okay, now what do we want to do? Do we want to do like a longer break? Do we want to see if this is going to work? Well, I, we I wanna, like,
6: stuck that last spot, uh, you know. Long I ago, beg your pardon? We, I stuck that last spot that was cut off in this break. Well, that
1: sure yeah. makes it a very long break, and especially on the heels of an eight-minute bid, which is the longest one we have in there, I do believe. I mean, that's almost like uh, blasphemy. Frankly, Green in the second half has to stick his. When they're paying Josh Cordes the kind of money they're paying him, they're not doing it to do like, uh, you know, these kind of long extended cop outs. But then
0: this Leary bit is pretty long, too, isn't it? Not
1: even close. The one that we can't play anymore, of course? Uh Of course, that's just about about any of them. (laughs) It's like 95%. That's 425, man. This bit is 8 something. 8 minutes and 19 seconds. How do you like that, huh? I like it a lot. That's good. See, if it was bad and just a time killer, that would be bad. Hey, here's something that's good. Fritz and Franz Beer House in the Gables bringing Bavarian style fun back to South Florida. Why not come by and say Guten Tag and sample some of the most delicious German Bavarian cuisine anywhere outside Northeastern Europe. Schnitzel, bratwurst, salads, and strudel, all in an atmosphere that would make the Von Trapp family proud. And don't forget the Wursteiner leader boots. It's enough to get you into your leader hosen, uh, to get you in leader hosen in a knot is what it says. I'm in a knot. Fritz & Franz isn't only making the hills come alive with the sound of music. It's turning Coral Gables into a veritable little Frankfurt because at Fritz & Franz it's Oktoberfest every single day. You'll find them at 60 Merrick Way, just a block west of Miracle Mile. It's the ideal meeting place for those of you who like to march to the beat of a different tuba. So call 305-774-1883 for directions and monthly Wurstdiner Beer Festival information and be sure and tell them that old bratwurst lover Neil sent you by. That's 305-774-1883 for Fritz and Franz Beer House, not your ordinary Oompa place. exclusively
9: 560 Friday, you bastard.
5: From the producers of American Idol, comes a heartwarming collection of favorites interpreted by America's Sweetheart, Terry Shiloh. <laughs> Of course she loves to sing. Look how she's smiling. Terry Schiavo, live from room 214C. Another exploitation available now from the Supplicant Press.
1: Good job, Terry. Florida 36, Ohio 28th and half. The Gators, you ready? Excited? Yes. Now, why is that? You got a big bet on it? Yep. Me too. Oh, degenerates. On the hit ABC show, Desperate Housewives, speaking of degenerates, cheating destroys marriages because spouses' lie and get caught. But we found couples who say they found a way to enjoy the company of others without the deception, says ABC News. It's called a lifestyle or swinging, an arrangement where couples have sex with other couples and there's no secrecy. Brian and Olga Deppenbrock got married four years ago. Now they run a business together, and after work, they like to go to a club in Fort Lauderdale called Trapeze. It's like other nightclubs with a dance floor, buffet, and bar. But it's not like other clubs because in the back there's a locker room where couples can get undressed and if they want, have sex in different bedrooms with other couples or watch each other in hot tubs. It's called swing or the lifestyle. You know, the way they write this, like this is some kind of a uh, revelation, like uh, new and exciting. Yeah, like who's ever heard of it before? Right. Isn't it immoral, it says? Four couples I talked with said, no, it's a good thing. What we do is not illegal, and I don't believe it's immoral, Brian Deffenbrock said. Chris, who participates in lifestyle with his wife, LaVonne, said, I don't want to be 85 years old, looking back on my life like, man, I didn't have enough sex in my life. Another swinging couple, Bob and Tess, were colored sweethearts. Most of the couples we talked to didn't want their last names used. They'd been married 18 years, and five years into the marriage decided to try the lifestyle. Tess was the first woman I ever kissed in my whole life, so you have to have an innate curiosity of how would another woman feel? I no longer have that curiosity, Bob said. Swinging was Tess's idea. She heard about it from a girlfriend and was intrigued. She figured their relationship was strong enough to give a swinging a try. You have to be completely open and honest with each other, she said. Won't they look back at their lives and feel they ruined the intimacy they had with each other by having sex with all these other people? Well, we don't know. Who cares? Do we care? No. no. Boring. Let's get into the most important story of the day and of the weekend of the century. Cuban President Fidel Castro has criticized Forbes magazine for the infamy of listing him among the world's richest people with a net worth of $550 million bucks. Chump change. Once again, they have committed the infamy of speaking about Castro's fortune, placing me almost above the Queen of England, he said in a speech to top officials of Cuba's ruling Communist Party, military and police, the Comunistas. Do they think I'm former Zairean president Mobutu, or one of those many millionaires? Those thieves and plunderers that the empire has suckled and protected, he said, in reference to his capitalist arch-enemy, the U.S.? What they should be doing is looking for the money of all those people, he said. Castro, 78, and in power since 59, said he was considered suing. It's the second straight year he's appeared on the Forbes list. Last year, the magazine put his worth at $150 so that means he made $400 last year. Even I didn't do that. That's pretty good. You were close. On Tuesday, Forbes published a story on the fortunes of the world's richest rulers and heads of state, including Castro. Britain's Queen Elizabeth, you fairy, and the Sultan of Brunei, saying none were exemplars of capitalism, did not qualify for the world's billionaire's list. The weekly financial magazine said that valuing these treasures can be tricky. In the past, we've had to rely on a percentage of Cuba's gross domestic product to estimate Fidel's fortunes, they said. This year, we've used more traditional valuation methods comparing state-owned assets cashers assumed to control with comparable public-traded companies and a partridge and pear tree, and nobody cares about that either. I'll tell you one thing they definitely do not care about, and that's the ROIDs. Don't let me forget on Monday, even though we got the weekend coming up, Monday to rip Hank an ass when we have our crossover. He uh, He's the one that conned me into watching that crap yesterday, and if I wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have opened up the Jose book again. I wouldn't have talked about it, and believe you me, this audience doesn't give a flying leap about those hearings, about Jose Consucco, about Mark, uh, let's not talk about yesterday, uh, Canso, uh, McGuire. any of them. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. They absolutely do not. I'll bet you your life on it right now. Do you think they really care all that much about it, Josh?
10: Um, I don't, but hey. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't have question.
1: Don't waffle now. Don't wait for a signal from your boyfriend over there. I want an honest answer right Jordan, now. The yeah, public. I, I think they might.
7: Yeah, you are, man, I think they do. You are do.
1: so wishy-washy. No wonder you, you, see, you've been working with that Dave Van Boring too long. And now with that Roxy Bernstein in there, Boy. God only knows. Between the two of the, between those two, man, you're going to be, you're going to be using cashmere bouquet body wash pretty soon. <laughs> Lilacs, daffodils, and pansies. You fairies. See? I'd I'd lay off of that stuff real quick. Not good for your image. Okay. I I don't think people care. I really don't. WQAM, hello. I mean, it did kill some good time. QAM. Oh, sure. WQAM, hello.
12: Hello, Neil.
1: They're good, baby. They're really good. I even put that one on hold. QAM, hello.
12: Hey, Neil. You're absolutely correct, sir. I don't give a damn about those hearings. Your audience does not care, and those guys are wrong if they think that they
1: that they do. Yeah, I should never have brought that up today. It's Hank's fault. I'm going to blame him on Monday. Not only that, but when I find out that he's buddies with Pete Rose, I'm going to have to take another look at the Humper.
12: Yeah, well, these guys that are sitting there with you, are not with you, but down here in Florida, they, they're wrong. They,
1: they're, they're wishy-washy. They don't they want to take a yeah. stand, man. They don't want to say the unpopular thing. The public doesn't care about steroids. In fact, the public, generally speaking, don't care about baseball, period. Much exactly. less about roids.
12: Baseball blows. Exactly. Obviously, football. Thank you. Like you said, football,
1: right? You yeah, say hockey, better than oh, boy. See, just when I thought we were going to get ourselves out of that hole that I dug for myself, if they put these After Dolans thinking, on right? CNN again, I will personally go to Atlanta and knock their tower right off the ground with one finger. The Dolans—that's how desperate they are. I'd rather see Johnny Dolan on there, and I'd rather croak than see him again. I think what's Marcello called today? that was a kiss to death for us. WQAM, hello. Put him on Clozac. WQAM, hello.
12: Hello. The yes, sir. Yes, This is uh, this is George speaking from, uh, from Boca Raton, Florida. Um, from Boca Raton,
0: Florida? I know where that is. Boca
12: Raton, is. Florida. That's right. Uh-huh. I, I totally agree with you. These overpaid baseball players don't deserve one minute of my time. Whether they take steroids or they don't take steroids, it totally doesn't affect my life at all. Yeah,
1: why the hell should we care?
12: Absolutely. Yeah, why the hell should Congress waste
1: your tax money with hearings about who's doing well who, uh, with roids?
12: Yeah, who cares? Let, let, let them in the war. Yeah, 4. let him get some, get let him get some
1: prep H and leave the rest of us alone.
12: Exactly. Thank okay.
7: you. Okay.
1: Good call. 5670560. zero five sixty oh, six, pound. I mean, you could feel the whole thing sag once I started talking about this. You can feel it. When you've done this for 8 million years, you know they just don't care. I wouldn't have watched that crap yesterday if Hank wouldn't have begged me and pleaded, you've got to watch it. I know you. You're. Right. I don't care about baseball, Humper. It was one of those things though that once you started watching it, you couldn't turn it off. Not because it was so captivating, but because it was so bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean the questions were terrible and the answers were like a mumble. No, I don't know. I got no opinion. I don't know. And they had to keep going up and down the panel. So all four about I don't know. I, don't know. I got no opinion on that. I'm uh, I'm here to talk about the future, not yesterday. You know? And Mark McGuire, seriously. I would have loved if Conseco would have taken a baseball bat and just slugged him right in the head with it. Wouldn't that have been great? Give a standing ovation. And then go after Ileana.
3: I had a hammer, I had a hammer in the morning. morning. (laughs) Hank
9: Goldberg. With
3: a 7 to
9: 10. (laughs) Force Radio 550 w 2 Miami, Fort
5: Lauderdale.
3: Suck it in and hold it.
5: New from the producers of Iron Chef, it's Iron Bus Boy. Hashimoto has been bossing tables at Tokyo's Hokkaido Restaurant for seven years. Today, he takes on Joe Smoot of the Sip and Bite Diner in Cleveland. Who will be the first to clear a dirty table
10: and claim the title of Iron Bus Boy?
9: I am ready, Anasasa. Yeah, bring it
10: on. Let the battle begin. And Hashimoto takes an early lead as he whisks the plates into his bus tub in one fluid motion. Ha! Huh, the American Busboy. never catch up to Hashimoto. Joe Smoot has yet to clear a single plate. Is the pressure getting to him? Wait. He's grabbed the tablecloth, and yes, it looks like he's going to yank it right off the table, dishes and
8: all. I win! Oh, I cannot bear the stain of my busboy honor. I must commit ritual suicide with this dirty butter knife. <laughs>
5: Whoa, I'm not cleaning him up. Come on, break. Iron Bus Boy, only on the Kung Food Network.
1: 132, you know, it's a good thing. Don't let me forget to give you the uh, Conseco book when I come back to town, Josh, because if I give it to you, then I won't have it anymore, and I won't be able to read any of it on the air. Right. <laughs> no, no, I thought that the stuff that I read, especially after what he said yesterday and totally sold out, I thought that that was enough to make anybody, like, uh, do somersaults, cartwheels, just want to pee in their pants. Nothing. Zippity-doo-dah, you know? And then, of course, Marcello calls in, and I read something to him to try to, like, reason with him. Like, yeah, but I mean, you uh, better move, uh, you know. I could have been talking in Swahili to him. He had no idea what I was saying. I'm going to read something now. Spider Miguel being there. And, of course, you're going to be there all on Monday to Thursday next week, too, right? Because George is on vacation. I don't know. What do you, what do you mean you don't know? I don't you know. You haven't been told? Nope. Well, well, whatever. Okay? Whatever it is. Case if you're there, you're there. And if not, uh, you and... You and uh, Josh's mom can go out for a cup of coffee. Absolutely. And see what you can do to straighten him out. Greg Palast, who writes for BBC News, writes, and I am going to read this in spite of In fact, maybe he won't be there Monday through Thursday because I'll read too much. Sorry. Uh, Greg Palast writes, the Bush administration made plans for war and for Iraq's oil before the 9-11 attacks, sparking a policy battle between neocons and big oil. BBC's Newsnight has revealed... Two years ago today, when President Bush announced U.S., British, and Allied forces would begin to bomb Baghdad, protesters claimed the U.S. had a secret plan for Iraq's oil once Sodom had been conquered. In fact, there were two conflicting plans setting off a hidden policy war between neoconservatives at the Pentagon on one side versus a combination of big oil executives and U.S. State Department pragmatists. Big oil appears to have won. The latest plan obtained by Newsnight from the U.S. State Department was, we learned, drafted with the help of American oil industry consultants. Insiders told Newsnight that planning began within weeks of Bush's first taking office in 2001, long before the 9-11 attacks on the U.S. An Iraqi-born oil industry consultant, Fala al said he took part in the secret meetings in California, Washington, and the Middle East. He described the State Department plan for a forced coup d'etat. Mr. himself told Newsnight that he interviewed potential successors to Saddam Hussein on behalf of the Bush administration. The industry-favored plan was pushed aside by a secret plan drafted just before the invasion in 2003, which called for the sell-off of all of Iraq's oil fields. The new plan was crafted by neocons intent on using Iraq's oil to destroy the OPEC cartel through massive increases in production above OPEC quotas. The sell-off was given the green light in a secret meeting in London headed by Ahmed Chalabi shortly after the U.S. entered Baghdad, according to Robert Evil. Mr. Ebel, a former energy and CIA oil analyst, now a fellow at the Center for Strategic and International Studies in Washington, told Newsnight he flew to the London meeting at the request of the State Department. Mr. Algeberry, once Robert Reagan's back channel to Sodom, claims that the plans to sell off Iraq's oil, pushed by the U.S.-installed governing council in 2003, helped instigate the insurgency and in attacks on U.S. and British occupying forces. Insurgents used this, saying, look, you're losing your country, you're losing your resources to a bunch of wealthy billionaires who want to take you over and make your life miserable, said Mr. Algeberry, from his home near San Francisco. We saw an increase in the bombing of oil facilities, pipelines built on the premise that privatization is coming. Philip Carroll, the former CEO of Shell Oil USA, who took control of Iraq's oil production for the U.S. government a month after the invasion, stalled the sell-off scheme. He, Mr. Carroll told us he made it clear to Paul Bremer, the U.S. occupation chief arrived in Iraq May 2003, that there was to be no privatization of Iraqi oil resources or facilities while I was involved. Ariel Cohen of the Neocon Heritage Foundation... Oi, told Newsnight that an opportunity had been missed to privatize Iraq's oil fields. He advocated that the plan is a means to help the U.S. defeat OPEC, and he said America should have gone ahead with what he called a no-brainer decision. Mr. Carroll hit back telling Newsnight, I would agree with that statement. To privatize would be a no-brainer. It would only be thought about by somebody with no brain. New plans obtained by the state, from the State Department by Newsnight and Harper's Magazine under the U.S. Freedom of Information Act called for creation of a state-owned oil company favored by the U.S. oil industry. It was completed in January 2004 under the guidance of Amy Jaffe of the James Baker Institute in Texas, formerly U.S. Secretary of State. Of course, Mr. Baker is now an attorney representing ExxonMobil and the Saudi Arabian government. Oh,
4: my God.
1: Oh, sorry for reading that, Miguel. It's okay. We already know they're all a bunch of crooks. So what do we care about more, about the crooks or about the steroids or about those NCAA hoops? Uh, what do we care about? None of the above. Now, nah, we don't care about hoops. Uh, I get the poops from the hoops. Give me a break! They got too many games on all at one time. Got like seventy-five games. Look at this! They got, it's so boring now. They got golf on one of these channels. Look at that.
10: Chicago, where the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee opened up a five-point lead thanks to Ed McCants three-ball, and ah, nobody, nobody out with cares them. with this
1: three-ball, one-ball. We don't care. How do you like that? What's this game on here?
5: Beyond Williams, uh, this is the first of two Syracuse bracket games. They're in
3: Nashville. over Mexico it will be our second game. Well, this is
5: Florida, for uh, Ohio again. We just started the
1: second half. Okay, I'm sure you're watching that. You're not listening to us. That's one of the reasons that we're a little bit down today. It's got nothing to do with what I was talking about the steroids. See, you give me some bad information. That has nothing to do with that. They're all watching the uh, basketball, the college hoops, baby. Gators, Gators, yeah, Gators. My. They don't have time for us when we got the Gators, right? March Madness. When they're watching the Gators, they show us small taters.
2: That. And sort out where the subpoena fits into the process. Yeah, so they the still the tube. They're still uh, The feeding uh, tube will not be removed until further order of the court.
4: Final question, Jeffrey. Could Michael Schiavo just say, all right, that's it, forget it. I, I don't want to argue about this anymore. Here you go, Mom and Dad.
3: Got our take problem. over,
4: do whatever you want. I'm out of this. And then this whole thing could just completely go away.
2: Well, yes, he certainly could. And, and that would be the end of the legal process, and she could live on, uh, apparently. And this, would for go, many, this
3: story would go away.
2: For, for many more years. Michael Shivo, for better or worse, and people money. can make up their own minds about that, has said Look, I am doing what Terry wanted. And, you know, this is her wishes. I am her spokesman on, on...
1: Well, I'll tell you what. The president better intercede personally. I hope his fat-ass brother calls him on the phone and says, you better get your nose in the middle of this, because otherwise they're going to take out that tube. WQAM, hello.
14: Could you stick a feeding tube in me? WQAM, hello.
1: Yeah,
12: uh, Neil, i got a spy report for you for Ken Malden. Yeah. Uh, girlfriend is under the age of 100. Is a waitress. Okay,
1: good. That's good. WQAM, hello. Um, hi, Neil. Yes, sir.
12: Yeah, uh thanks for reading that article from the BBC. I like it. You actually listen to, to it, 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 huh? I listen oh, to it really in my car all the time
1: on
0: Agenda.
12: No, 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 that's where you can really find out what's going on in the world. Yes. But uh now the reason I call was uh you know it's it's crazy how uh, OJ can be out playing golf and uh Robert Blake's going to drive through the desert and go get a cocktail, but that really crazy scary lady uh Martha Stewart, she's on house arrest with with an ankle bracelet. Right. We we don't have to worry about her out there. Yeah. Unbelievable.
1: Well, if she gets out of the house, she might start passing out some of those poison cookies. You know, she could be dangerous. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Neil, thanks. Good luck to you, Pally. Yeah, Martha Stewart, we better play that Monty Python bit, you know what? She's an uppity rich bitch, and we better uh, get her ass out of here. 21 till 2, we got Mo Howard-David who I'm sure is going to be all over those college hoops, man, like stink on Greg. listening to
9: Rogers,
5: exclusively on 560-QAM. 5.
3: Hey, dude, Jennifer Capriati here. And when I'm not slapping balls on the court, I'm getting stoned off my ass. And I get my best hits off the Jennifer Capriati Tennis Ball Can Bong.
10: That's right, it's the Jennifer Capriati Tennis Ball Can Bong. Cops will never suspect this innocent looking can. Just empty the balls, screw on the bowl, fill it with water, and you're set to destroy brain cells. The Jennifer Capriati way.
8: Oh, this is so smooth. <laughs> it's
3: the
10: bong that thinks it's a tennis ball can. The tennis ball can that thinks it's a bong. Proceeds benefit the Jennifer Capriati legal defense fund. Normal approved. Okay, don't panic.
1: I'm just, reading. I'm just reaching for the last page of uh, three fantastic stories here right at the ass end of the show. Tremendous. According to reports, Stereophonics frontman Kelly Jones was stopped from boarding a ha- airplane at uh, London's Heathrow Airport after the design on his T-shirt caused an unexpected security alert.
4: Oh, my God!
1: While on his way through airport security to board the flight, Jones found himself questioned after repeatedly setting off the metal detector before the design on the singer's T-shirt provoked one guard to claim it would prevent him from flying at all. I beeped as I went through the metal detector, Jones is quoted by website Contact Music is saying, so they took my belt, watch, and phone off. The guy takes me aside and says, you know, you're not supposed to wear that. I said, not supposed to wear what? I honestly didn't have a clue. A security man then pointed to the singer's T-shirt, which, fi- which featured a picture of a pistol with a flame coming out of the top. I was like, what am I going to do with a gun on a T-shirt, Jones continued. So he called his superior over. By this point, I was like, you're having a laugh, mate. So he started asking me if, I was, if it was embossed with anything, but it wasn't. I thought he was going to ask me to strip down and change. I mean, it's not as if my T-shirt was loaded. (laughs) How do you
5: like that? Well, you never know. The
1: T-shirt was... Speaking of that, Greenwich, Connecticut. A former Stanford police officer has been charged with lewd conduct involving a toy banana. Arthur Bertana and the toy banana... Arthur Bertana, 62, had been on probation for lewd conduct more than four years ago, was arrested this past weekend after police said he placed a toy banana in his pants and flashed people. <laughs> All right. That's great. That is great. It wasn't great for him, though. Bertana was charged with Bertana with his banana, was charged with breach of peace interfering with a police officer. Over a span of time, there were several reports of a subject wearing extremely... <laughs> this is great. Over a span of time, there were several reports of a subject wearing extremely tight pants with an obvious bulge stuffed down his pants, said Roger Petroni Jr. Bertana would allegedly greet passers-by on the busy street while trying to draw attention. At times, he placed a bag in front of his pants, then moved it and showed the bulge. It was a yellow plush child's toy banana, Petron said. It had a smiley face on it. Hmm. How do you like that?
11: We're smiling at you?
1: Bertana was released on $5,000 bond for a March 21 appearance in Stamford Superior Court in Stamford, Connecticut. I guess he won't be doing that again soon. And here comes the best. St. Petersburg, Florida. A five-year-old girl was arrested, cuffed, and put in the back of a police cruiser after an outburst at school where she threw books in boxes, kicked a teacher in the shins, smashed a candy dish, hit an assistant principal in the stomach, and drew on the walls. Oh, my God. Oh, no. God. The students were counting jelly beans as part of a... This is a five-year-old girl. They were counting jelly beans as part of a Ronald Reagan math exercise at Fairmont Park Elementary School when the little girl began acting silly. That's when her teacher took away her jelly beans, outraging the child. Minutes later, the 40-pound girl was in the back of a police cruiser under arrest for battery. Her hands were bound with plastic ties, her ankles in handcuffs. Oh, no. I don't want to go to jail, she said moments after her arrest Monday. No charges were filed. The girl went home with her mother. While police say the, their actions were proper, school officials were not pleased with the outcome. We never want to have a five-year-old child arrested, said Michael Bessette, the, area's, uh, the district's Area 3 superintendent. The district's campus police should have been called to help and not local police. Yeah, who called the cops? Some goofball. She's been appropriately disciplined under the circumstances, they said. The girl's mother, Inda Atkins, said she's consulting an attorney. She's never going back to the school. They set my baby up, she said. They sent my baby a... I I can smell that that lawsuit a zillion miles away, can't you? Yeah, like how do you cough a five-year-old? Fat lawsuit. That's not even nearly as amusing as uh, Mr. Bertana with his banana. Now, speaking of not so amusing, a day after actor Robert Blake celebrated his acquittal on charges of murdering his wife, and the bitch had it coming. A lawyer for the victim's family said yesterday he would wipe that smile off his face in a civil case. At a hasty pace. Blake, 71, held a jubilant news conference after being found not guilty Wednesday in the May 2001 shooting death of his estranged trailer trash wife of six months, Bonnie Lee Bakley. The star of the uh, TV show Beretta was also acquitted of soliciting a former stuntman to murder, Bakley, and the jury deadlocked 1 in finding him not guilty of asking a second stuntman to kill her in favor of finding him not guilty. But the verdicts don't end his legal saga. He's also the subject of a wrongful death civil suit brought by Bakley's family, which was held over to the conclusion of the three-month criminal trial. I'm going to wipe the smile off his face. Eric Dubin, the lawyer of Bakley's uh, Bakley's family, told CNN yesterday. Dubin said the family felt that Bakley, portrayed in court as a starstruck grifter who ran a mail-order sex business, had been murdered twice, once in the car and once on the stand. I guess that's just to make sure, right? Blake was charged with fatally shooting Bakley in his car outside an L.A. area restaurant. The evidence was largely circumstantial. Based on the testimony of the two stuntmen whom jurors said they found unreliable. Dubin said he planned to take testimony for the civil case from Blake within two weeks, have him back in court in July. In civil cases, a verdict is based on the preponderance of evidence, and the jury's verdict does not have to be unanimous. A lower standard of proof than a criminal trial. Kind of like our good post-personal buddy O.J., right? O.J. Now, he's paid all that money back, hasn't he? No. Huh? Every dime, every cent, every no. penny? How many cent he paid back so far?
9: About 30, man. Well, you are listening to Neil, Neil Rogers, exclusively on 560 QAM. AM.
6: Little number I wrote the other day while out duck hunting with a judge. Thank you very much, the FCC. Thank you very much for finding me. Five thousand bucks a- fee, So I'm really out of luck. That's more than Heidi Fleiss was charging me. So, thank you very much, the FCC. For proving that free speech just isn't free. Clear channels, a dear channel, so Howard Stern must go. Attorney General Ashcroft doesn't like strong words, and so he's charging twice as much as all the drugs for Rush Limbo. So you want so very much, so you very much, dear Mr. Bush, for heroically sitting on your tush. Or Halliburton, Enron, all the companies who fail. <laughs> Let's send them a clear signal and stick Martha straight in jail. She's an uppity rich bitch, and at <laughs> least she isn't male. So <laughs> you want so very much, you fairy? So you dick Cheney too? <laughs> you and everything you do. Your pacemaker must be a fake, you haven't got a heart. As far as I'm concerned, you're just a pasty face old fart. And as for Condoleezza, she's an intellectual tart. So f*** you all so very much. So f*** you very much, the EPA, for giving all Alaska's oil away. <laughs> it really is a bummer. When I can't fill my hummer, the ozone's a no-go zone, now that Arnold's here to say, The nuclear intergames are going to take place in L.A. So you also so very much. Absolutely. So what the planet fails, let's save the great white males. And you also so very much.
1: She's an uppity-rich bitch, that Martha, make no mistake about her. One fifty-eight. we got more standing by, who's now the voice of uh, what? Something. Sports, uh, something Network. work. And then we got got um, uh, Mad Dog from Publix. Holy moly, man. He is sure spreading his wings, you know. He's getting around. Mad Dog, 601 South Andrews Avenue, Fort Lauderdale, Publix. Curtis Stevenson at 10. Eddie K. at 10. And the Plunge Your Guts Out Show. Okay, here's the result of the poll today, and this, of course, what I said before, and I won't talk about the steroids again because nobody cares. Nobody cares about those hearings as embarrassing and humiliating and degrading as the performance was all the way around, especially Mark McGuire and Ileana Rosanadana and everybody else, and Jose, who changed his mind, but by the book anyway. Who is your all-time favorite celebrity who died from drugs or booze? And, of course, nobody's having any hearings about those because, uh, you know, why bother? John Belushi, 226. Jimi Hendrix, 101. Chris Farley, 85. Elvis, 79. Right there on the crapper. Jim Morrison, 37. He'd be doing a lot better, if we left him off. Although I'm surprised he's only got 37, ain't you? A little bit. That's bad. Marilyn Monroe, 34. Kurt Cobain, 28. (laughs) He ain't feeling too great. Lenny Bruce, 21. John Bonham, 21. William Holden, 20. Janis Joplin, 18. Jerry Garcia, 17. Old Dirty, 15. By the end of the weekend, he'll have About about more than that. Judy Garland, 13. Charlie Parker, 11. River Phoenix, 11. Hunter S. Thompson, 10. Bon Scott from ACDC had 10. Sid Vicious, 9. Keith Moon from The Who had 9. Jack Kerouac, 9. Freddie Prinze, 7. And what was that show? It was uh, with the Red Fox, Chico right? Man. Chico and a Man. I got the theme by Jose Feliciano. You want to hear it? No time. Oh, I like that, though. Andy Gibbs, 7. Shannon Hoon from Blind Melon, 6. Sorry, I already put it away, Josh. Sorry. <laughs> Rick James, 5. Bradley... Bradley Noel from uh, Sublime Five and Dee Dee Ramone Four. Everybody else, teeny tiny table. Bye bye bye.